Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, amigo. Morning, sunshine. Morning, everybody. Ninth day of February, 2021. Listening to Good Morning Amigo, Series XM 145 Slam Radio. What's up, Frank? Good morning, sir. How are you? Um, you did you bring your weight belt today? My weight belt? Why? I'm going to have to carry, have to carry uh, the show. Carry I'm the still show, not really? there. I didn't even have the, the, the strength to call some of the people I wanted to. I think I'm going to try to just call them on the fly and see if they're willing to come on this morning. I am not over this yet. So I apologize. I think I want to do a high-level energetic show, which means Hannah's going to have to carry the load as well. Good morning, Hannah. Good morning. But uh, I had to call in the troops. So my understanding is that there may be a Jenny Valdez sighting in studio today. All right. Yay. I love when Jenny comes by. That's why you're all dressed up? Yeah, man. Why? Trying to impress Not every day. Oh. Not already, oh. already, oh. already oh. Not every day an international superstar comes through here. I don't know, man. What are you trying to do? What no, kind of impressing no, are you come on, trying come to on. do? That's not how Jenny and I roll, but still. I still get starry-eyed, right? What do you call me, fanboy? Fanboy. Yeah. I love the commercial because it's her and Pitt dancing. I know that. I know that. I become such an idiot. <laughs> Drooling fanboy I become. Larry Miller. But Jenny and I have fanboy. a limitless connection. You know that. Drop the beat, Frank. Drop the beat. Larry Millian is a fanboy. I'm going to parody the song. No, oh, just you wait. <laughs> I'm still waiting on that album of yours. I don't have oh, it's in the world. those famous songs? I'm in the lab. I'm in the lab. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just saying. Just saying. Sorry, man. You get annoyed, bro. Every day I'm learning. You ever get annoyed? I'm going to be very candid Go. this morning. You ever get annoyed with, up your seat belt. with the lack of communication people endeavor in their lives? Hi. It's amazing to me how freaking stupid we become because we don't know how to talk to each other. Look at, look at the political climate in this country because people can't sit down at a table and have a conversation. Look at the climate socially in our country because people on opposite sides can't sit down and talk things through bipartisan. But it starts... It starts down and dirty from the bottom, like I always say. And people in the streets and neighborhoods all over this country can't communicate, can't talk to one another, can't let each other know what's up. We see it in all walks of life. Yeah, Frank, I'm freaking tired, bro. Well, I mean, I say it all the time. I'm freaking for, tired, For socially dog. connected that we are, we're very socially awkward. I'm freaking tired, dog. I'm tired of having to deal with people on a daily basis that don't Listen, tired of dealing with people on a daily basis that don't want to be better. They want to be stuck in their ways. They want to say what they feel, and they don't want to listen to you. Do you have that friend that has a political belief that's always spewing it to you, and then whatever you say in return doesn't matter because they're ready for their next line? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I have friends like that. Uh, I can't talk to them anymore. They those are friends. Those are those are people that set you up into conversations because they have an agenda on to try to prove something. Either side, they make me sick. I don't drive on the left road and I don't drive on the right road. Leave me alone. But in life, Frank, like when you and I have an issue, right, dude? How do we handle an issue? We were talking about this this morning, Frank. We rarely argue. We rarely fight. I think it's been two times. Two major times. When did those issues get resolved, Frank Fernandez? Uh, within two hours. And I'm saying two hours would be very stretched, but it was way before that. One of the times I pulled out of the building and I called you. Hmm? 
And he got mad at me because I was on another call one, one of the times, I think. It might have been that oh, time. Because I didn't answer, so he thought oh. I was ghosting him. So I'm I like, go, what do you do? I don't this. play those I'm dumb calling kid back. games. I don't play <laughs> those dumb kid games, ghosting and disappearing and trying to make a point. And yeah, all. welcome you to guys, 2021. Oh, you guys are idiots. I see I you guys play present. your games. You guys are morons. Sucks. Oh, no, don't open this. They know that you opened the Snapchat. Get the bleep out of here. You guys are morons. All of you. And it bleeds into adults. These adults do the same crap. They're idiots. Idiots. All of you are morons. Sorry. Just like, what is the hardest thing in the world to just be transparent? Just say what you feel. But that's my problem, and people don't like that when I say No, that. they don't. They hate my brutal honesty. It's like there's they no they hate my brutal honesty. It's like a double-edged sword, bro. It's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. You so know? So what happens is the only people that attach to me and become family are the people who understand that. Good morning, Hannah. How are you? I knew that was coming. Hi, good morning. And I associate that no, with no, being I'm gonna, real. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be very clear. Hannah is a gem to us. We love Hannah. Right? I'm going to cry. No, there's no reason <laughs> to cry because I'm going to make a I am going to always poke at her. I'm going to always make fun of her. I'm yes. going to tell her she looks fantastic. I'm going to always yes. tell her she's hot. I'm going to yes. always tell her she's the greatest girl yes. in the world, the best girl on radio because yes. she's here. Okay. So the guys that hit me up in the DM trying to hit with you, let it be. I'm not her pimp. I'm also not her boyfriend. Okay? I'm old enough to be her grandpa. All right? So for you sick, demented mother bleepers, get it out of your head. I love Hannah like I love my daughter, who happens to be very good friends with Hannah. Yes. Okay? Shout out so, to Amanda. So guys, start figuring it out in your head. Because she's sassy and blonde. Let it fly. It's a radio show. It's theater of the mind. So if you hit me up on the DM, yo, who's the chick? Who's the blonde dog? Why haven't you told me nothing? You're probably barking up the wrong tree because I'm not her pimp. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. What? Oh, I see what you're saying. All right, now you can do it. So it just annoys me that people perceive, they don't ask, they don't talk. They keep to themselves, and then they go, That drives me nuts. I hate that. Stop. Ask Pedro Gomez what he thinks. No, you can't do that. He passed away Sunday. You see, life is too short to get caught up in the minutia and the stupidity that people get involved in. Tell somebody. You got something to say? Pull up and tell them. Hi, Eddie Sigler. How are you? In case I haven't told you in the last two weeks, I love you, bro. I love you like if you were a son of mine. I watch over you every day, and I want what's best for you, always. So if I haven't said it, I'll say it today. Because who knows if tomorrow I plop dead. But there's transparency in the communication. I might be in a bad mood today. I might not say hello again today. But you know that I love you. What's so freaking hard about having a conversation with a human being? Politics, sports, life. Why can't we do it? Where did we lose sight? We communicate with our phones so much. The other day, I needed Amanda to reach out to somebody. That somebody was Hannah. She starts texting Hannah. I'm like, hey, can I ask you for a favor? She goes, what? I go, can you go back to the 20th century and dial her phone number and call her, please? <laughs> uh, I go, don't you think it's... Nobody answers their phones anymore. <laughs> sure as heck. The winner over here lets it go to voicemail. That's then text her, and then she responds to the text. 
I'm like, you guys are numb nuts. You guys are idiots. Whenever somebody calls me, I pick up. And people look at me and they're like, why do you always pick up? I go, because when the phone rings, you pick it up. If you're not You busy, even pick up the bot calls? Because if I don't have you saved, I'm not picking you up. Well, I mean, I haven't. So I've had to pick them up more and more just because I've gotten random calls. Whether, like, let's say it's a random student or, or the office or a job or a gig or something. So I kind of have to pick up. But within five milliseconds, I'm already like, hello. And as soon as I hear something weird, I click. They even call the station. It's funny. I send them so they can listen to the station on air, and then they can entertain themselves with listening to the station. Let's go to break. We'll be back. I'm going to communicate some more because you idiots are pissing me off. Oh, All I'm of you. Humble. From the students to the adults that I deal with on a daily basis that will remain nameless. Everybody. You guys are morons. This is phenomenal. I preach this. You guys are awkward. What is so freaking hard about, about telling somebody exactly what you need to tell them exactly how you feel what's so freaking hard about that it's not that hard hey dude you pissed me off really what happened why when you said this this and this and this i didn't appreciate it. yeah it's out in the open it's out in the open what's the nonsense about it just, it drives me nuts. Hannah, you don't know me long, but you know that uh, this annoys me. I've said it to you before. No, that I know. And in explaining to you who I am and how you're going to work best with me is the one thing I told you. We get, if there's a problem, you need to solve it immediately. Don't do what 21-year-olds do and let it linger for two days because it's not going to be good because the old man doesn't receive that well. But, I mean, we can save this conversation for the other side, but I have a feeling that a lot of this has to do with the way that kids have been raised within the last decade or so. Because a lot of parents have coddled their kids and they fight all their battles for them. So they don't necessarily know how to handle confrontation. So since they don't know how to handle confrontation, they, they run into the room bubble. and close the door. Exactly. Mm -hmm. National Pizza Day. We'll talk about that. Are we going to get Josephine on? 8 o'clock hour, we got our boys and girls from Boca. Boca's back. I'll be very honest. Since our kids have been a little quiet, I don't know what the hell the Malays and Little Havana is. So we'll get some kids that have some energy today. Talk about the Super Bowl, which we couldn't talk about yesterday because obviously we were talking about Pedro. We get some people with some energy in here to talk. I'm on a rampage today. You better be careful. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. This is Dag Prescott, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. This song reminds me of being in Brooklyn, 79. This is the knack, right? The knack? Uh, yeah. My the Sharona. Knack. The knack. Are they like a one-hit wonder? Kind of. The knack was kind of big in the 70s. They had a couple of hits or whatever. Because I've never heard of this group other than with this song. It is a good song. What does it mean? My, 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 my Sharona. Her name is Sharona. And that's his Sharona. Oh, okay. I, I learned something new too. I didn't. I don't know. I I don't know. I thought he was talking about a pizza. Yeah, I don't want to start singing my 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 Hannah because I, I wouldn't want that to happen. <laughs> She's our our our, our Hannah. No, That's clearly funny. that'll be a really big issue. Yeah, that'd be huge. Yeah. Clowns. <laughs> Look her up on Instagram and DM her yourself. I don't get it. I don't DM get her it. yourself. See, but that's what we were talking about. People don't communicate. That's right. why I'm getting like I this. don't bite people. Do you, do you realize what, what the hinge of this is? I mean, there's a few hinges in my life, but I'll always keep my personal stuff out of it. 
So look, sort of. So talking about DMs and talking what I said in the previous segment about confrontation. Idiots. That's the reason why people go to DMs anymore because they don't like the confrontation and the rejection of the no. So they go into the DMs and it's easier to just be left on red than just to be told in your face like no. You disgust me. Like how we used to, I hate your guts. Great. I'm going to keep on bothering you until you don't hate my guts no more. <laughs> like, like that's how we used to have to roll. They don't roll like that no more. No, hell no, we don't. We literally ignore each other. We act like we don't know each other. It's weird. We just weird. don't communicate. We don't. On all levels of society, we simply do not communicate. There are more iPhones in the world now than there are computers is what I heard. I don't know how true that is. I mean, I that's doubt crazy. it. And I think they mean laptop computers or personal computers. I don't think it's all computers. No, for sure. Computers of the world. But, like, iPhones are a source of communication. Mm -hmm. And we have all platforms of social media and methods to communicate, like email and text and direct message. But the one that's most amazing is the one where you talk to someone. So you remember in the caveman days, they had to communicate and learn how to speak a language, and it was the evolution of man. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah, they had to communicate with each other. Hey, idiots, they didn't have iPhones back then. No. <laughs> and and they grunted at each other. <sighs> well, there's something to say about that being a form of communication better than what you idiots do out there. I got to stop calling you guys idiots. Seriously, I'm trying to shock you into realizing that you are all living your lives in some sort of cocoon that will not allow you to flourish into who you are or who you can be. I'm sorry. But it, it also doesn't allow you to interact humanly. There is a lack of human touch in the way we interact with people. Because we're glued to our phones. You know the next DM I get on you, I'm going to forward it to you, right? I'm just going to send I don't know why you haven't already. Like, we'll both get a laugh out of it. We would. We would. I don't know why you haven't. You've just done it. I don't, I don't want to embarrass my friend. No, you're fine. So I don't remember who I had um, the conversation with, but I, uh, have you ever met someone on Twitter and had a back and forth with someone on Twitter, and then you're like, you're super cool, and you're like, yeah, we can't wait to get to that game so then we can hang, and it'd be cool to meet you in person, blah, blah, blah. and then you meet in person, and it's really weird? Yeah, this happens to me a few times. Why is, it, why is it so weird? Like, you guys already had that conversation, like, and you guys have gotten to know each other. It should be super smooth when you get into it, when, when you meet face-to-face. It should be, huh? Imagine the thought of should, would, could. When you say it should be, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, if me, like, you and I, we talked on Twitter before we ever met. And then all of a sudden, we hung out. It worked and it out. An instant click. Worked out, right? right? Same, but I'm asking. Same, but there's same, other same. people. I was going to, so she stole my thunder. I was going, Hannah, how did I meet you? Right. And, same. It, and, it, was a, and it, it was an instant click. And there's only a handful of people that I can say that, that I met on social media, and I have that connection. But there's a bigger group of people that I would, that they would interact with me, or whatever, but like, yeah, man, let's hang. And then you hang out with them, and then like three minutes go by, and you're like, bro, this guy is being really, really, really weird. Whatever, I'm just gonna do my thing. And then they just kind of fizzle away. And then they're like, oh, man, I wish we hung out longer. I'm like, no, I'm okay, I'm yeah, good. sure, sure, buddy. And it's just really weird. It's because people are socially awkward. They don't know how to communicate like face to face. Everything has to be with their fingers, Twitter fingers, or text messaging. It's, it's, it's very, very, very sad how awkward we are when we are on the streets. How many times do you go to a doctor's office? People don't communicate in the doctor's office. Back in the day, you used to be able to sit there and people would be, random strangers would just talk to each other. I would look at my grandmother all the time, I was like, con todo el mundo. Like, come on, are you kidding me? But now, but, people but, 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 hold on. on Even the old Cubans, when they walk in, like, okay, you go to a barber shop. Right. And somebody walks in, they say hello to everybody. All the barbers, people who are sitting on chairs, people who are sitting waiting. Right? 
Yes. How many times have you been somewhere and you go to a doctor's office and an 82-year-old man walks in Mundo. He says no hello to everybody. Else. No yes. one else says hello. Nobody back. does that nowadays. Nobody does. And you're weird if you do it. So, like, if I oh. walk into a doctor's office and I'll do it, everybody won't say. A couple people might say something, but you're going to get the eye roll of people looking up, like, what the hell is this guy's problem? Yeah, like, who does he think he is? Like, I don't want to talk. Bro, how weird is it? In Miami, this is a Miami problem, though, that people don't even say hello. Yeah, I walk no. by neighbors all the time and I'll say hello and I won't even get a grump back and acknowledgement. Nothing. No sort of it. But then you go to, like, to the Keys and it's weird because every single person's waving and you're saying hello, you feel like the Queen of England. And it's super strange. But it's a Miami problem. Like, everybody hates each other here for whatever reason. we think we're reason. better than each other here. I don't know why. That's the feeling I get. Each event can be explained by finding the small reasons that caused it. It speaks to our larger expectation that the world should be comprehensible. That everything happens for a reason and that we can pinpoint all those reasons, however small they may be. But nature itself defies this expectation. And when you hear that, all you got to say is you can mitigate anything there by talking. Expectations, you can weather expectations by talking. Okay? Everything happens for a reason. Whether you have to accept the outcome or whether you're trying to change the outcome, it's discussion and talking that makes that needle move in that sense. And whether you're pinpointing reasons, small or large, you're doing so through a form of communication. We have become a cerebral society where we think about things and we don't necessarily speak them. We constantly talk about speaking things into reality. What I just read you, you know what the definition is? What's that? Butterfly effect. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah. For every sport of every kind, tune in here where you will find. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Serious XM 145 Slam Radio. That's my dude, ACP, baby. You know, we saw the game on Sunday, Frank. By the way, 8 o'clock hour of Boca kids will be on talking about the Super Bowl. El Super Bowl. La Traila is where we went, which is inside that brewery. What's the name of that brewery? Um, I think it's called Unbranded Brewery. Unbranded Brewery is what it's called. Dynamite place. Sounds right. Table socially distanced. I had the best seat in the house, Frank. You did. Did you, have any, did you Frank, have any bruise? I had the best seat in the place. <laughs> Forget the seat. Did you have any Frank, bruise? that thing was 100 inches, and I was in front of it. <laughs> Forget the seats. Did you have any bruise? So, you know, I'm convinced. You know how I say I'm not a beer guy? I'm definitely not a beer guy. Why? You didn't like any of So, I got the golden ale, which is the lower one. I'm thinking, oh, it's like a go. I had one. I couldn't even have the second one because it was. And to be honest, that entire night, I was like, oh. It's, can deal with this. it's different though. It's craft beer, so it's I a little different. It's not. It's, it's, it's an corona, adaptable taste. You got to get used to it because it's yeah, a little stronger than corona. your normal Bud well, Light, which is like water. I know what hops are, but I just don't like it in beer. I don't like like acidy. Well, you're like hops in basketball. So Gus, I don't have hops in basketball. Gus gets one that's got like a champagne-y, winey feel to it. Ugh. No, dude. No, it was, it was awesome. good. Dude, it was. It was good. I just didn't want to get up and order one. I was like, oh, I could drink this. I like the heavy ones, though. I like the stouts. The yeah, I don't, I don't like dark. The IPAs. Unfortunately, they only serve beer and wine. So 
you know, I, I had to be nice. I had to, I had to behave. Nah, that's cool. It's cool. I wanted to see if at least. So I had the pulled pork sandwich. It was above average. Okay. Uh, my pulled pork, I like it a little more cooked, but that's fine. Their truffle fries were good. Um, I think it's about location. It was a pretty good atmosphere. And the TVs were outstanding, bro. Did you do the truffle shuffle before you ate the truffle fries? What's the truffle shuffle? You never saw the Goonies? The what? The Goonies. I've seen that movie, but I don't the know. The Goonies? What yeah, the Goonies. That's a movie? That's a movie, bro. That's an old And they go classic. under the Are cave and they're looking for, like, gems. Don't admit this on the air that you've never... that you. Okay, it's Isn't fine that you've never seen Rick it. the one with Rick Moranis or whatever, Rick? No, bro. I'm going to read you this cast. The Goonies? The Goonies, bro. I've even seen that oh, movie. Why? The Goonies. Tens of billions of times. I've been busy, bro. So there was a, I forgot <laughs> what character it was, but before he goes into the house, like they're like, oh, you can't come in until you do the truffle shuffle. So he kind of lifts up his shirt because he's like a little chubby, and he does like one of these moves. And it's a truffle shuffle. Let's look it up. I didn't age well. You know that, right? I'm going to look this up now, too. No, what, but, but look up whatever you want. I don't even know what movie you're talking about. The Goonies. Have you guys heard of a movie called The Goonies in there? They probably uh, haven't. The question is, how have you not? Yeah, that's my question, too. All right, so here's your here's your cast, all right? so I've been, I've been busy, guys. I've had things to do. Corey Feldman. Remember the two Corys? The one that died and the one that didn't? Right, so the one that didn't was in it. And then uh, you have Sean Astin. Oh, I've seen these pick. Like, I got it. I've never seen the movie, but yeah. You're lying. Okay. No, swear to God, I have. <gasps> Look, there's nothing on here that tells me the year. This movie came out. I'm going to guess. Let's see. I'm going to look it up right now. I already have a date. I, I think Goonies uh. came out in the early 90s. Negative. Then, uh, it's an 80s later. movie? It's an 80s movie. Really? That's why I was surprised you didn't see it. It's an 80s movie. It's an 80s movie. And you were a teenager. What year? I don't know. Oh, gosh. So that's like 86. 85. Wow, I was in high school. Yeah, so that's why I'm surprised you never saw this movie. Yeah, I was, was busy it, watching. I it was, was in the wa- range of going out with friends to movies and yeah. things like that. And this is one of the hottest movies mm-hmm. from that time. I'm sure. So let me take you down memory lane, 1985, Coral Park, what I was doing. Open house parties. You get the piece of paper. You write addresses down. <laughs> one car. You put money in to split the gas tank. Everybody puts in three bucks. They would fill up the gas tank. Everybody had a seat in the car, and you went to each one of these parties. Oh, my God. What is that? There were days that there were three or four parties. There were days there were eight parties. It was, I can't hear you. There was the open house fiebre. I lived those days, too. We had the open houses, too, and then... You know, it is what it is. Then but you, you turn 18. I got it. I understand. I no, understand. But, like, but, but like you had to take a date somewhere. There was somebody yes. that you were interested in one sure. way or another. That you were taken to the movie. Sure. Movies, you know? Absolutely. You know where you took them? Where? To the party. To the party, bro. <laughs> but that's okay. But if you want to get to know somebody, you can't take what? them to a party. It's My hard to try to get to know somebody when screaming I finally, over the music. When I finally had a girlfriend who was a couple years younger than me, who her form of entertainment was going to the movies... And getting ice cream and stuff like that. Ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> you said ice cream. I did say ice cream. I taught Hannah about the ice cream the other day. So I we would go that. see movies like St. Elmo's Fire and, uh, um, oh, my God, what was the stupid movie? Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Look at this guy. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh, God, Yo, that's a phenomenal cute. flick for a date, bro. No, honestly, I, bro, if you ask me out. And you're going to take me to go see Dirty Dancing. I'm going to say, you know what? I think I have a stomach ache. Not in 2021, though. Hold on a minute. Not in, not in 1981 and in 1991. Like, please tell me you're not going to sing the praises of this flick as a perfect date flick. And I've had the time of my life. That's an amazing movie, bro. Bro, what a love story. Wait, hold on. First of all, I hate the movies. 
Whoa, wait. Oh. I hate no, like as a date. Oh, if you take me out to the movies as a date, like oh, you broke my heart. Go ahead. No, no, no. Like if you take me out to the movies as a date, like I'm probably never gonna talk to you ever again. Why? Because no like that's the movie. only thing you can think of. No, but like you want to go watch fruit. a movie, so yeah, well, that's, that's like not a but, but a minimum. But a movie turns into dinner, and then no, the dinner never. turns into something. What do you never. garbage? It's garbage. Not my who who does that? Me? Old schoolers. Me. No, but Old nobody schoolers. does that now. Okay, so you have a date with somebody that you know you've secured the bag with. Mm-hmm. Then the movie and the dinner is obviously. That's fine, but as a first date, it's a no no. No, my first dates, I go to a baseball game. No, people want to go to the movie on the first oh, day. Sh- 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 hold on a second, because we're about to embark on something here. Okay. I'm sorry, Frank. What? My first date, I go to a baseball game. Well, you're not oh in the first God. date business anymore, but I got to hear this. Well, I mean, I go... I, I, so, Jenny, believe it or not, our first date was... She went with me to the casting call for Survivor. So we had plenty <laughs> Yo, of... Yo, this guy. You had, to know, you had to know at that point she was the one. All right, and then... You had you had to know at that. No, you no, went no, no, no. a casting call to the survivor, and that was your first date with Jen. Yes. And so listen. Say you were there for a while. Lucky I don't call Jen right now. I was now. there for like four or five hours waiting. This right? is fantastic. So listen to this. This wait, is wait. when I knew. How long were you waiting? And she stood next to you waiting. Yeah, we we were. Oh, so they gave you a number, and we were able to sit around, and then they were calling in groups with numbers and stuff Hold like on a that. So and when she they called my number, with you, or she dropped you off, went to the mall, and came back. No, we she stayed there. It was at Gulfstream Park, and we just kind of hung out, and we sat there talking, yucking it up, walking. So hold on. Towards. Notice the first thing you said. What was the? This is first date, and what was the first thing you said you did with her? Talk. Isn't that an amazing thing? Yeah. <laughs> to communicate with a human being and get to know them and actually be able to talk, to talk and understand each other. Who the hell does that anymore? Who does that anymore? It, this same scenario in 2021, uh, they'd be texting each other so they don't talk a lot about the people next to them that they're socially distancing. <laughs> or they don't want to be misunderstood with the Nascons. Oh, no, the what the hell are we doing? Yeah, and she she decided to jump along because she's like, oh, what are you doing today? I'm like, oh, I'm going to Aventura to go to a casting call for Survivor. She's like, I'll come. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, Oh, my God. Like, oh, wow. Like, All right, cool. I'm marrying this so, woman. So then like a week later, like and the World Baseball Classic was around, right? So I knew I, I wanted to go to a game because I'm like, bro, this is the perfect date to take her. So I was looking up tickets, and I got a text from her. Hey, are you interested in going to the World Baseball Classic? That's it? I got oh, tickets. my God, you're lying. Oh, that's it. That was her? That's that was her. <gasps> Give yourself the whistle right now. Wow. That was her. So I was like, True oh. love does exist. So I go, how, how perfect. Not really. And then we sat there, and she, I taught her the game. The we Pan were able to talk. We laughed. We people watched. All the news. stuff that you do at baseball games, we did it. And before you know it, she got through the entire game. She realized, oh, my God, it was actually fun to come Seventh inning stretch and all. So everything. She sang, take game. me out to the ball game. I, well, I sung. And she looked at me like if I was nuts. But okay. you know I have no shame. So I was right. screaming it at the top of my lungs. Well, she knows I have no shame at a baseball game either. She's Correct. learned that. Correct. And then when she saw us interacting at the baseball game oh, with the whole died. Finding Nemo thing, oh. she, she was like, yo, this is so funny. So whenever we go to a game, like, she'll be like, yo, call David oh. or call this person or call that person so we can go. She likes, she enjoys going in a, even if it's three people, she likes going in a group because she knows it's a, it's a conversational game that you just sit there and you're talking and watching a game at the same time. There's nothing better than sitting back and watching a ball game. And the reason why the Barnes Park is the best ballpark experience, here I go to be a smart aleck today, is because you can kick your feet up because you have room. You don't have to be tight like. Oh no, that's why I love Martin's Park because there's nobody there. I was waiting for a whistle. Yeah, I, no, I don't get whistles anymore around here. We don't right, communicate. Eddie was speaking here. to me at the same time. You can blame him. Tell Eddie to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> there's the I love you for you right there. Uh huh. Be quiet. Yeah, man, it, it's it's amazing to think that two human beings can't have a conversation and understand each other. 
That one's for you, Gigi. That one's for you. You've been dying to take this for yourself. <laughs> I was speaking on a general basis, but now that you want me to be more specific, you're a perfect example. You, you and a Chino, we're going to call him that. Not Pitbull's Chino, but Slam's Chino. And Flago Anthony. Not you, Anthony, my son. But Anthony P. That, you, that's a perfect example. If you guys at like, how old are you? Like 12? Like uh, 16? However old you are. You guys can't communicate now. What makes you think as adults you're going to communicate? These two kids could not be more crazy about each other. Y'all, we leave it right now. I've known them since they were really little. And they were always close friends. And he would do his shenanigans and she would do her shenanigans. And they were always close. So as they get older, what develops? Feelings. From feelings, what develops? Love. Young love. Spring love. Come back to me. <laughs> Their love. And you know what the one thing they can't do, guys? You said what? They can't what? They can't communicate. Oh, no. He says something. She gives him the, oh, stop it, slap. <laughs> she says something. She says with an attitude and throws her chin up in the air and walks away. I'm looking at this and I go, you two are like an old married couple. Like, this is going <laughs> to be the same thing 20 years from now. We're going to get together 20 years from now. I'm going to be old as heck. I'm going to be, you two are up to the same thing? Talk. Holy Toledo. Talk. What's up, Mario? That's a no-look pass he wasn't expecting. See that? That was the, the no-look pass of the century. The Magic Johnson? Yeah, it was a little bit of Magic Johnson. John Stockton? No, Stockton White didn't Chocolate. do the no-look. The no-look... The no -look, ah, magic would do the no-look. Yeah, Magic would do the no-look. Showtime. All the time. Yeah. Goodness gracious, how hard is it? I'm outing all these kids today. Do it. It's time. Halfway around the world, well, not really, but in another continent. Finish him. There's a guy in there, not named Danny, who pines over his childhood crush. They can't communicate. Can't talk to one another. What is it with you kids? Every, everywhere you go, you just see them down. Bro, like, in the future, we're going to have a lot of short people, bro. <laughs> That's good for me. Why? It's because because everybody, everybody's like this on their phone. So eventually they're going <laughs> to get Bunch of hunchbacks. Yeah. So we're going to have a whole bunch of hunchbacks. So Hannah and I are going to be tall. Around. Yes! Hannah going to be tall. That's going to be good. time to shine. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Everybody's like this. Look at Gigi on her phone right now. Like this. Everyone's like that. And, and, and okay, Hannah's Frank, been talking. I already do that. I already do that, and I'm taller than my dad, so... Yeah, not for like, long. It's, Keep slouching. It, it doesn't happen overnight. Like, it Keep takes over years. Like, like, look at Hannah. Like, Hannah the other day was talking about, oh, we got to put a lock on my apps because I'm on there too long. And it's part of it. Like, she's just stuck I'm on her I'm trying app. to be a better person. Yeah, it's just... But it, but look, I get neck pains every once in a while. I have to actually lay down on the I put a lock, by the way. I in did. order to stretch my neck out because my neck is buried to it. And when I start playing a game, it's even worse. I have to hold my phone up like this sometimes just to stretch my neck out because I'm tired of looking at it down like this. That's not good for so, my neck. So, you know how you guys, this is funny. I, I'm just visualizing something. Even Anthony makes fun of me sometimes with this. You guys look at your phone one way. Have you seen how I look at my phone? I know I look like an old man when I look at my phone, but have you guys noticed how I look at my phone? Because of your neck. 
Mm-hmm. Don't you always see me? I'm doing. No, see, that's even how you take your selfies. <laughs> For real. Oh, he takes his selfie like he grabs it in a he grabs it with like two fingers. He's like <laughs> doing it over it's there. It's so weird. I don't get it. I don't understand how he like even holds on to the phone. Are you talking when I do this? <laughs> yes. Oh my god! Yes. Like, how do you like do that? that? It gets you extended. like. Why don't you hold it like this? That's why strength. do you hold? I don't have that strength. The amigo's like an octopus, bro. He's got like suction exactly. in his fingers. I don't have strength. So look, it, it, it makes, it's kind of like having a selfie. Wait, stick. you have like two fingers? Like so that? you do the two fingers and you get the extension. And that's how I get the wide range oh, of the no. Bro, you're an octopus. How are you doing that? That's not hard to do. I do that with my phone too. Look, like I, that's what I do. Now I'll take one of everybody else. Now everybody ahí comiendo lo que pica el pollo, holding their phone out to see how they hold their phone. Good job, guys. I'm sure y'all in your car doing phones, the same thing. They're going to be falling all over the country. Blah, 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 blah. Pay attention to the road, guys. Don't practice your selfie holding mode right now. Look. Yeah, it does fall somewhere. Uh, yeah, that's so, uh, the guy. Yeah, look. Doc Oct. I don't drop much, see? <laughs> Show off. <laughs> it's called having good hands. I'm sorry. <sighs> Eight o'clock hour, kids from Boca, they talk. Guaranteed Justice gonna be talking today. Yeah, he's cool. Supposedly in studio surprise. No surprise. The legends will be here. Jenny herself, Jenny Valdez, will be here. Yes. Boy, she's gotten into legendary status the last 12 months, hasn't she? Yes. She is always legendary, but like, my goodness, the legend continues to grow. Yes. She's got moxie on her everywhere. Like on the tips of her hair, she's got moxie. What a confident woman, man. Wow. Dynamite. Empowering other young ladies around the country with her positivity. Oh, and by the way, yep. Oh, by the way, I dance for Pitbull. Of the most bad ones, I think she's the baddest. I don't think the other ones get mad at me. They understand that she's like my child. So I can't wait to see her. I wonder what she's getting, but she says she was coming early. You know that if she comes, Frank, I've got to make fun of her a little bit. Well, we always do. But it's cool because it gets her going. With the pull What's button. the topic today? Oh, I'll just find it. She'll, she'll open up about something and I'll just go opposite. Well, the, the subject we've been talking about all morning is actually a phenomenal so yeah, topic. Honestly, to she's going to agree with me on that one. What do you mean she's going to agree with you? She will agree with me. And then she'll open up doors that I don't want to open. But she agrees with all of us because we all agree with you. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to disagree with her on something. Good. That's what's good. So, hopefully, the students come in and jump on, or you can just make up a disagreement just to disagree. That's with better. <laughs> in fact, we're going to start with agreeing so she gets into a comfort zone, and then she'll say something where I'll just whack her. Or her, in this case. Oh, our fights are epic. They're funny because they're like. Not because she's passionate. Yeah, but then it, it ends up with a hug. It's like. Aah! Again, resolved immediately. We don't ever stay angry at each other. Nope. Remember the one time she left and she didn't get a chance to say goodbye and we had had one of those? I was sick to my stomach. I said, man, I hope you didn't leave upset. She goes, no. I'm like, oh. I don't like leaving stuff unresolved like that. Mm -hmm. Me neither. Me neither. Can't sleep at night. That's a lesson, and, and we're talking about this today, and it's uh, I don't want to say it's an unexpected topic. We'll talk Super Bowl in the next hour, but it's a good topic to talk about. On the heels of another loss, in my personal life, another friend that was very close to me unexpectedly perished. And not having the chance to say something you might want to, might wanted to have said. So in the case of Rick Hoadley, which I believe it's April, will be th three years 
No, my goodness, it'll be four. No, three years. God, I can't even keep my hand up. Three years since my buddy Rick Holy passed away. Massive heart attack. Just like Peter. So it's, it gets tough, and there, there's, there's also an infallibility to that, that you realize you're getting older and these things are going to happen. And maybe it's because I'm a boomer that I feel the necessity to tell people how I feel. But at the end of the day, we've seen youngsters perish. We've seen people of all ages, shapes and sizes, perish from one day to the next. They get called and that's it. Isn't that enough reason to want to stay communicative with someone? I'm sorry I skipped a song in this segment, Frank. We can, keep, we can play songs. We got hours of programming to do in the next day or two or weeks. But it was important to touch on this topic because I think we got engagement and we had a lot of fun talking about it. But the truth is, I'm not going to wait to sign off to give you this message. You got someone you love and care about, act like you do. Tell them that you do. Because you don't know by not telling them and not showing them what harm you might be doing. Be open enough and be transparent enough that if somebody upsets you in your life, you simply tell them. If you've got something to say, say it. Don't be mad about saying it, but just say it. Because if you keep it inside, it festers worse, and then you can't communicate it right. So if you're trying to say, Hannah, it really upset me when you did this and this and that, and I let it fester, and I get angry, 10 minutes later it sounds something like, which doesn't make any sense, but it sounds like I'm angry. That's not communication, guys. Bro. And when you argue with someone, you might as well argue like that because whatever you're saying is not understood. You're not listening and you're not speaking clearly. You got something to say, you tell the person. And you work with someone, you live with someone, you are friends with someone. You don't let an opportunity go by and not tell them how you feel. It's important. It really is important. So I think that's the pillar of communication. Forget about the sappy stuff for a second. Keep in mind, that we live in a society where we thrive on communication, but we don't talk. So make an exception today. Tell, don't text, don't message, don't email. Tell someone how you feel. Let them know, good or bad. Something you've kept inside, let that person know. It might be important enough to do just that. And it could start something amazing in your life. It's called communication. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Back here on Good Morning Amigo, Sirius XM 145 Cinco. Stuff just got good. Mm -mm, yes, sir. Mm -mm, good. We went from the bottom to the not-so-bottom. To the but middle. But still part of the bottom. Now, the middle's Orlando. Oh, that's facts. That's facts. So, to me, they still part of the bottom. The bottom, to me, right now, has expanded into the Tri-County area. Kind of what Howard Schnellenberger called the state of Miami. Right? So, the state of Miami... Includes the Tri-County area. So in the business of radio, we're staying in the bottom, just going a little, the, 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 the top part of the bottom, la pumita de café. Right, Frank? Correcto. 
We got our studs. They can't call them savages. I love the word savage. But uh, we'll call them the gurus because they do a little. They, they've got range, Frank. Like if it's videos you want, they'll edit. They'll produce videos. If you want you want some, some folks to sit down with Guy Fieri and talk on national TV, that's what you got with them. They're savages. They're gurus, but they're savages. Se comen el mundo. What's up to our family from Slam Boca? What's going on, Mike? How you doing, brother? Hey, it's Justice. He's speaking of Justice right now. Justice, what's up? Where's, where's the boss? I thought the boss was on the mic. Yeah, I'll put him on the phone. No, 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 no. It's you. You're the boss. How you doing, Justice? Justice is the boss. Let's go. <laughs> hey, I'm the boss. <laughs> How's it How going, doing, my man? You doing good? Yeah, I'm good. Frank, don't you love that he calls me Larry? He gets it. It's funny because there's a handful of students that call you Larry or Lawrence, and those we look at them and I, they get they get, get it. it. You get it. But what's weird is is like here in Miami in class they don't necessarily do that. They'll call me Milian. But but since my relationship with Justice is a little different, well, he calls <laughs> me Larry. What's up, Justice? Everything good? How's it? How's it kicking in Boca, all of you? It's kicking good. Everybody's still getting used to you know the in school differences with COVID and all the changes, but. You know, I think we adapted well, and we're all doing good. Cool, cool. Quick question. Raise your hand if you did not watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> Dang. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? I watched the weekend performance. Okay, well, so then you watched a little bit of it. Andy, you didn't watch the Super Bowl at all? Nope. <laughs> okay. Um, you didn't miss much. <laughs> you didn't miss much, but Tampa Bay just uh, absolutely bludgeoned. I just looked at the screen and I saw the score and I just turned it off. There's, there's like fourth quarter, 931. I was like, you know, Bucks already won. My goodness. So you weren't even interested enough. Like, what kept you so busy that you didn't watch the Super Bowl, Justice? <laughs> so we actually ended up going to like a little Super Bowl get together with our friends, but we ended up going outside and roasting marshmallows while the game was on. Can I tell you that that's the quality time stuff we were talking about in the first we first hour? We we're talking about communication and doing the things, you know, getting getting down to the roots of of building relationships and sitting at tables and talking and how people don't talk anymore. I was starting to get upset because he didn't see the Super Bowl, but he just shot that out at us, and I'm like, I can't even get yeah. upset at that. <laughs> roasting That's marshmallows. For the first hour yeah. of the show. You can't be very quiet when you're roasting marshmallows around a bonfire. That means people are talking and laughing and having a good time. Eh, you can watch the Super Bowl any year, right? Um, interesting outcome. I'm glad to have you folks on. Is Mr. Mercheco available? Mikey, you there? Morning, amigo. How you doing, my man? How's everything going? I'm well, sir. It is good to have more kids back here in the building, have a little company in the room for a change. I see that. I see that. But what's beautiful is you're one of the few. Of course, you've worked on radio for many years. You're one of the few that gets the name of the show. You understand it. Because I say good morning. You say good morning, amigo. And that's the point. That's the name of the show. Mike, please tell me you watched the Super Bowl. I did. I did. I was uh, a little bored. I was a little frustrated. I was a little unhappy with the results, but I did watch it. So that means you were not rooting for Tom Brady. That, that, I never root for Tom Brady. Yeah, I figured you weren't a Chiefs fan. I just figured you didn't root for Tom Brady. Um, are we marveled by what he brings to the table? Are we marveled by um, what he does to win time in and time 
again? Or is this something that we look at and say, man, he's just a little bit lucky? I'm curious well, your take on that. I'll give him more credit for this Super Bowl than, than most of the ones he had in New England, unless we hear that there's going to be some other gate tied to this, like Spy Gate, Deflate Gate, or some of the other things that had happened in New England previously. Uh, your buddy Stu Gatz, you know, he would have his personal record book, and I think this would be ring number one, even though he's got seven on his, on his fingers. But, uh, you know, this one that he had here with Tampa – to come down to to really be motivated, I think, to settle that whole, you know, chicken or the egg, Brady or Belichick debate from his time up in New England. And to come down here with, with Bruce Arians and with this team to bring Gronk out of retirement, two touchdown connections between the two of them, huge game uh, and a great performance by Brady. But uh, just like when Brady had been defeated by the Giants, much to Mr. B's delights, uh, you know, when they were going for the perfect season. Right. It was, uh, you know, Brady obviously deserved the MVP in this game, but it was a close second when you factor in that defensive line performance because they got after Mahomes all night. The Chiefs were really neutered by the injuries they had on the uh, defensive line. And, you know, the name of the game is pressure. If you can get it on the opposing quarterback, whether it's Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, or anybody else, if you can get after that guy in the backfields, that changes the game, and that's exactly what Tampa was able to do. And that's, that's, to me, that's the biggest reason they won. Mike, you had the perfect storm, right? Because you had the fact that uh, three of their starting offensive linemen had never really played together before. Because of injuries, the Chiefs were a little depleted on that front line. Uh, you factor in the notion that Mahomes might not have been 100% because of the turf toe. And of course, these are right, all which Knicks. a lot of reports say he's probably going to need surgery on during the offseason. So that means he wasn't up to par, but it was a Super Bowl, and he had to show up and play. So you, you factor all that in, and then Brady gets help with two Gronk touchdowns. He gets Leonard Fournette getting 130-plus purpose, all-purpose yards, scores a touchdown himself. He even gets a, a touchdown, a titty like they call it, <laughs> from the one and only Antonio Brown. And all of them were great throws. I mean, oh man, uh, you know, and he had some time to throw it, but, you know, the first one to Gronk, uh, you know, it was basically in stride. The second one, Gronk makes a nice move to shake the defender. who got turned around a little bit, and Brady was going through the reeds, able to find him in the corner of the end zone. I mean, all on-the-money throws from Brady. Uh, but, you know, I think the there were two major things in the game. If you look on defense, Steve Spagnuolo and his unit were trying to do what they had done against Buffalo in the AFC title game and many other teams before, is see how much contact they could get away with in the secondary and basically try to bully receivers until the ref started calling it. Well, mm -hmm. this crew was calling it tight the other night. They got frustrated, and, and guys, uh, whether it was the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, or, or his teammates, did not adjust, and that cost him. Uh, but again, I think an even bigger factor wasn't so much Mahomes' toe, because he was still pretty agile. He still you know, had a couple of big runs early. Some amazing throws. For the Chiefs. Amazing. And a couple of those throws he made like as he's getting hit, and he's, his body is sideways when you look at the still frames and still make some pretty on-target throws. I don't really put it as much on Mahomes' health as I do the lack of health of the guys in front of him and that mm -hmm. lack of cohesion they had. And if you wanted one other reason, like, I don't know how much you guys may have talked about this, but uh, the story that involved the Chiefs coach Andy Reid's son. Oh, huge Ritchie. distraction. Yeah, uh, you know, a tragic story, and, uh, you know, there's going to be more that comes out about it because of the investigation that's ongoing. Uh, Andy Reid's son, Britt Reid, who is a uh, linebacker coach uh, on the staff, did not even go to Tampa. He was still in a hospital bed in Kansas City because of that accident. A five-year-old girl was fighting for her life, another four-year-old dealing with injuries. And so I had to think that as the team is making their way to Tampa uh, later in the week than would normally be done on Super Bowl week, 
they had to have a little bit of a, uh, you know, heavy feeling on that trip going in there. And, uh, you know, that plus, again, the on-the-field situation with the tight calls on defense for Kansas City and the lack of cohesion for the offensive line. So I got to tell you, Mike, in the game. I, I think the outside distraction serves as a distraction. But when you're playing football on the field, you're playing football on the field. That Tampa Bay defense did something no other defense has been able to do with Pat Mahomes. He didn't score a touchdown. The only touchdown he had was the airplane touchdown. The airplane touching down in Tampa. That's it. There was no touchdowns. So, I, yes, Brady can win the MVP. We can talk about all the factors you want. That defense that got criticized, that defense that got ragged on all year, and people forget that Tampa, what they run, the last seven or they ran the last eight? I think they ran the last seven. I think it was the last seven. And, and, and they became the championship team that they were, and they did it through their defense. Their defense was always the best against the run in the league. It had been most of the season, and it finished being that. Where they were a little light, was covering the pass. And I think what ended up happening was that their front four started creating pressure on these big-time quarterbacks that they played in their playoff run, whether it was Drew Brees, whether it was Aaron Rodgers, or, of course, whether it was the one and only Pat Mahomes. The, the truth of it all is that front four made things difficult. Had these guys thrown off their back foot. Look how many yards. They have these, all these weird stats, Mike. How many like yards he ran around scrambling in that game was the most of any game all season of any quarterback. All that's beautiful. The bottom line is he was thrown off his back foot. He was running around in circles because the front four were creating pressure. That makes life easier for your linebackers, and it makes definitely life easier for your secondary, and that's how that Tampa defense flourished. To me, they win that football game mostly because of that defense. I love Brady. And Absolutely. I know he did some totally good work, agree. but that defense if it, that defense deserved the MVP as a whole. I thought what they did was excellent work. No, it's the same thing going back again, the Super Bowl 42, where Jason Pierre-Paul, uh, and at the time, Michael Strahan, OCU Minora, and the other guys that were part of that giant front four, was able to get pressure on Brady in that Super Bowl out in Arizona. And that's, that's the reason, along with the drop, the Sante Samuel interception, that Belichick and Brady and the Pats didn't uh, – stop Mercury Morris and, and the 72 Dolphins from popping champagne every year because they came really close to going perfect until that giant defensive line came through. And they, you know, the writers and the people covering the game couldn't pick one lineman to give the MVP to, so we gave it to Eli Manning, even though it should have been, you know, either yeah, David the, Tyree's the QB is the default. Or any of those defenders. Same yeah. thing happened this Sunday night where you had Pierre Paul, you had Devin White, you had the other guys. Devin White had 12 uh, tackles. Or blitzing that provided that pressure. 12 tackles, Mike, Devin White had. It was incredible how he played. And if nothing else, you can make an argument for Fournette really stabilizing things and get catching balls out of the backfield, running. He scored a touchdown. If you don't want to go bananas, Gronk's first two touchdowns set the tone in that game. They never looked back. So there's a lot of people that help make that happen. But let's talk about the real important stuff, Mike, shall we? Did you like the weekend's halftime show? I was a little disappointed. I'm not slamming them the way some other people are because I realized that just like there were constraints put on the fans and the teams because of COVID this year. You weren't going to have it be uh, anything like what we saw at Hard Rock Stadium last year with J-Lo and Rihanna. Um, you know, you weren't going to have what we, has become the norm with, you know, hundreds and, and thousands of, of people brought onto the field. So considering the limitations and constraints put on, uh, I think, you know, he was thinking outside the box, trying to get creative. Was the execution there? I just didn't understand why he was picking the songs that he did. You know, like, why would you go back to the 50 Shades song, which is kind of slow, 
and skip out on some of his other songs off the new album, like In Your Eyes or one of those. And, and I thought In Your Eyes was In Your Eyes being omitted was bad on right? his part. Glaring right? omission. But I mean, talk about omitted. Like, so we talked about how what his decisions were. One of the worst decisions that he made was being in the end zone. So you're kind of on the furthest part away from the stadium. So most of the fans are kind of feel like they're already out of it. The fans that have the most fun at concerts and stuff like that are the fans that are the closest ones. The ones that are kind of far away just kind of are there just for the music. And that's not obviously what the Super Bowl is about. But for him not performing in the middle of the field where everyone can see him equally, I think it was a little bit of a mistake. He kind of had some kooky ideas. I don't, I don't think any of the executions was successful whatsoever. See, when I, when I have a pop culture issue, I defer to the kids over myself. And so Same Saskia here. saw it, <laughs> and, and she's also reviewing it right now. So, Saskia, what, what were your thoughts on the weekend? <laughs> good morning, amigo. What's going on, Saskia? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Much love to you. I'm doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. Good to hear your voice. <laughs> so, I wasn't able to watch, like, the actual Super Bowl, but I'm watching, like, the video right now. And honestly, like... I don't know why everyone's like being so rude and stuff to him because it's actually kind of good. Like for like, you know, this year we don't have the same expectations as we did every other year. So I like it. You know, I did hear that argument that for what he is, the kind of the performer that he is, that it wasn't half bad. Plus, you have to be limited. I heard that he put some of his own money into this. Is that true? I don't think he spent seven or eight million of his own. Yeah, I heard that he put. Yes, I, that's true. I heard it was actually a lot more money than that. So I mean, he just kind of wanted something done, but it was just I, I just don't like the placement of where the stage was, and I just don't think the execution of the songs was successful. Our buddy Pedro actually did some good research on this halftime show, especially with the weekend. Keep in mind, usually the Super Bowl halftime performers aren't getting paid. It's just basically the exposure for them to normally springboard a new album or launch a tour and we don't have that option really right now for him but well pedro found out did some good research about the weekend dipping into his own pockets of that red blazer yeah he spent exactly seven million actually sorry seven billion dollars is it seven million seven million seven million on his own show yeah that's a lot and he only earned about a million and a half my understanding they didn't pay him a lot, but he wanted to stand out from the other halftime performers on the other Super Bowls. Frank, we're going to go to a quick break. On the other side, we'll talk a little more with our friends from Slam Boca. You're listening to Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Yo, Sway Calloway, Sway in the morning, world famous, wake up show MTV, we worldwide. Welcome to Slam Radio, this is where they get busy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We're back here on Good Morning Amigo, Sirius XM 145, joined by the fam, our Slam Boca Radio flat. A Slam, how are we going to put this? I've got semantics issues with this. Slam Radio Boca, right? Or right. is it Slam Boca Radio? No, Slam, Slam Radio, Radio Boca. Boca, right? Slam Radio Miami. Slam Radio Boca. But they're just Slam Radio. I don't have to put Boca on there. No. Who cares where they are geographically, right? Like, like your family. They're in the bottom like us, right? Like, We're here. Like, in your family in New York, you don't go, or in Tampa, you don't say the Millions in Tampa. No, you yeah. say the Millions, right? Yeah. Well, they're not Millions. I'm the only idiot. You know what I'm saying. Right. You know what I'm saying. I know. So it doesn't matter the geography of it. They're here in the bottom with us. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Technically, they're in the state of Miami. That's what we were talking about. Schellenberger drew down. the lines clearly, and they're inside. Anything south of Okeechobee. So they, even though they're 561, they're 305. 561 equals 305. How about that? Sure. <laughs> I think it does. Oh, we've been talking about the weekend's performance, and, and there's some people who like what he did because they know that there's limits to his performance. And there's others that, uh, I want to say, not so much, right? Eileen in studio, one, she's basically our, I guess, our entertainment guru here in shop. I mean, did you actually like the halftime performance? Was this something that you you were able to enjoy? Did you think it was? Because I've heard in concert he's fantastic, but I didn't see that to be very much fantastic. I lean in studio here. Uh, tell me a little bit. Do you, do you feel like you liked what he did or not? I saw bits and pieces of the performance, and I feel like for the Super Bowl, um, they could have like had someone more like energetic, like it seemed more like a concert. And a subdued concert at that. Yeah. I think also Mr. Merzeko, Mike said a good point, picked the wrong songs, right? Yeah. So I just, it, I didn't love what I saw. Thank you, Eileen. But like, honestly, I know that in, in talking on break with Nina and talking to Beck, I don't know who's going to go first. Um, they have their own opinions about this. And it's interesting to get, like, first of all, Eileen, just a nod of the head. Are you a weekend fan or not? Like, is it one way? Like, are you a big fan of the weekend or the? Yeah, I'm a weekend fan. Like, I love most of his music. Okay, so you do like him. When it comes to to Becca and Nina, I don't know who's gonna go first. You guys, you, you ladies, are, are, are fans of the weekend, or you just like this latest album because it's the thing? No, I feel like. I feel like um, I'm not as much of a weekend fan, but I do listen to him because, like, you hear him on the radio or whatever. But otherwise, no, I wouldn't listen to him like, like on my, like personal like alone time. Right. So, did you like the uh, did you like uh, the halftime performance? Did you get to see it? Did you enjoy it? No, I actually didn't get to see it. But um, he, he, I think he did it for like a good like for personal like reasons, which makes it like he put him like his himself into the performance. Like he by like having like the mass dancers and whatever he was trying to he was trying to beat beauty the beauty standards of like hollywood culture gotcha. and i feel like i feel like that's that's really important gotcha um i'm not sure if that was nina or becca that was nina oh, okay nina, i'm sorry and, and becca what were your thoughts on his halftime performance it was not one of my favorites, but I'll give him the backstory, like how he spent months in advance, how like he went to, um, I think it was award shows with like bandages on his face or how he had the plastic surgery thing like that was trending on social media. So I'll give him that. Hmm. Yet the performance was average, huh? Yeah, it wasn't anything special. The, the part where like the cameraman was kind of just like in his face kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah, me too. Did you like J-Lo and Shakira last year better? I don't remember what last year's performance was, honestly. It was J-Lo and Shakira, and it was heavily criticized around the country. I wasn't watching it. I don't watch it. I guess you didn't see it. Okay. Understood. I mean, people wanted to see The weekend's performance, and I think the reason everyone's being so critical of it is because it wasn't sensational. It didn't have that wow factor, in my opinion. John, you agree? I mean, 
you can't really judge the weekend too much because this is like the first Super Bowl we have with the world pandemic. So I guess you went like he gets the pandemic pass. Then is that what you're saying? He gets the pandemic pass. Yeah. What about the commercials thing though, John? They were the commercials were horrible. Did they get a pass too? They were brutal. I mean the 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 Bud Light one was pretty cool. With Post Malone and everybody, and I also like the Alexa one. The Alexa one was pretty good. So the only one I liked was the one with Drake. That one was pretty good. Plus Drake, really? Yeah, that one was pretty fun. It was State Farm, right? Yeah, it was. I mean, good. I mean, Drake's alright, but like, there's nobody like like Jake from State Farm. But Drake's alright, I guess. <laughs> but right, like, unlike other years, the commercials didn't stand out so much. I mean, that's that's true. I mean. Most of them were just like basic old commercials, but my my top three would be the the Alexa one, the Drake one was pretty good, and the the Bud Light one where it starts raining lemons. Hmm. John, you did an excellent job, by the way. You sound really good on the air. Bianca, oh, thank you, man. I appreciate John, it. John, did you see the Verizon commercial with Samuel Jackson and then Juju Smith Schuster ends up getting the best of him at the end? No, I did not. Look it wow, up. I, Yo, I think you'll like that one because you hit some good commercials, but that one has to be in the discussion. I was interested to see if you saw it. That one was my favorite. I think that one was well done. Not as well done as John's uh, interaction on this show. No, he's I great. Don't, I don't remember ever having That's why I had to come back. That's why I had to come really back to him and tell him, Yo, check this commercial out. If you've been working on your craft, it's evident. I don't... Mike, have I ever spoken to him on the air before? There's a lot of those kids. I, I mean, I remember... The ones that really stick out because we've created bonds, you know, the Justices, the Saskias, and Andes, and, 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 you know, it's been now, this is year three I've been interacting a little bit with you guys, so I love you guys. By the way, when can I go by? I know that's two questions. We're open. We're open. We're in the free state of Florida here, amigo. You guys can come on and travel up. Well, I mean, it would only be me, uh, but then Frank cringes yeah. when I say this because then I make more work for him, you know, and then he gets a little <laughs> antsy when I do these things. But your Zoom seems to work a lot better than the one in Tampa when I tried to broadcast from there. That one didn't work the same. Frank, yes. We're I'm, pretty I'm, solid here. I'll tell you what. Your buddy, Zoom. Danny Tremino. Danny who, Tremino. We got to thank you for him. Dodger Danny, baby. Oh, Dodger yeah. Doug Man, Danny. Everything, hey. everything he touches is helping us out in a big, big way. Uh, and I had the true Magic Johnson assist on that one. Here's I told boy. you guys he was a winner. You're my boy. And I can't even take full credit. I tried to get him here first. We had someone. I wasn't trying to get that person. I was trying to get him help. Because we have big, you know, big issues, IT, big, and that guy works overtime like it's no tomorrow. And, but there wasn't, a, there wasn't a spot. So, of course, Mr. B, the first thing I think of is, Mr. B, you need somebody? He goes, yeah, what are you talking about? Absolutely. He's, he's, he is a wizard. He's I mean, I, I've, we've had some nice IT people working here in the past that can help. And, you know, whether it's putting a Band-Aid on or having to do some surgery when it comes to the connections, this guy goes above and beyond. I think it's time to incorporate Dodger Dog Danny into something that we do. Maybe, yes, Frank, maybe I wake up super early one morning and drive to Boca and do the show from there. Have fun. Oh, there you go. Come on, Frank. It takes a few weeks of planning. I'm not just springing it on you. I know that. I know that. Listen to that Zoom. It's crisp. It is. So if I bring my own mic and I set up shop, how awesome would that be? Right there. We got a nice little. Then Hannah can sit here. Hannah can sit there. Now we got. Now we're cooking. Now we're oh, cooking. Oh, Hannah likes that idea because that day it'll be all about Hannah. No, that day it'll be all about me and Boca. <laughs> but you'll, she'll have the. And she'll be controlling home base, yeah. of course. Yes, and I that'll like be the day there's like a thunderstorm and then everything goes to hell. Of you know course. Well, that's called. That's called. Whatever you plan weeks in ahead yes. is going to change five minutes before the red light goes on. Well, you know what they say: the best laid plans of mice and men. I never know the end of that saying, but whatever. <laughs> it, doesn't, it never works out the way you plan it. Did you know today's National Pizza Day, guys? 
Yeah, I know. It's a nice little pizza day. And we got Ray. He can't even have pizza. I mean, I feel bad for Ray because he's a great kid, big basketball fan, good contributor to our varsity team here in Boca. But Ray has a lactose issue, and, and he doesn't have pizza. So when everybody else is having Bro. National Pizza Day, Ray, oh, Ray. What, what do you, what's your number one food you're looking forward to instead? Oh. What's your big day? We all know wings is better than pizza, though. Oh, oh good yeah, argument. Yeah, buddy. Oh, you yeah, might have left a lingering argument for the 9 o'clock hour, I'll Ray. I'll do wings over pizza How long are you day? guys sticking Bro, around? Bro, got some fighting words. Oh, oh, oh. Mike, do I have another oh. segment with the crew, or are you guys dipping on me? We're good. We're here until 9.15. Oh, let's go to break now. So we come back. Wings or pizza? Oh, we're having a dynamite time today on Good Morning Amigo. We're being irreverent. We're talking about all kinds of stuff. I got Eileen in studio. You know that makes me happy when she's on the mic with me. Hannah running the board, huh? That means like the Starship Enterprise is about to explode. No, it's not because I got my gurus from Slam Boca to save the day right here on Good Morning Amigo. Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. All right, we're back. I have put it on my Instagram. The eternal fight has begun. Wings or pizza? It's National Pizza Day. So it's a big deal, especially for this Brooklyn kid. And you know my associations with Lenny's Pizza and Bensonhurst. You know, now I have a pastry shop that's associated with me that we're going to involve. This is going to get good real quick. If you're not careful, we're going to have our own little St. Gennaro's feast here at Slam Radio. If you're not careful, we're getting close to it. When are we going to New York? We're going sooner. Now you're getting all these connections. You are the plug now. Oh, no, no, we're going. This is is crazy what's going on. And little by little, I'm going to reach out to people, and we're going to make this, and we're going to chronicle this on Instagram, and we're going to have a good time. We're going to do something like that for a change rather than just work and work. Wings or pizza? The eternal debate. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm seeing a lot of people saying wings. I'm going to cast my vote right now, and it's simple. I really enjoy wings very much. But I don't even like to eat them off the bone. And boneless wings are just pieces of chicken. They're so soft. So it's not going to be wings. It's going to be pizza. Nuggets. As long as my pizza doesn't have pineapples on it, I'm good. You go out for wings and you eat nuggets. Good job, Mummy Go. That's what I do. You know, on Wednesdays, it's my excuse to go to Hooters. They have that special for nine bucks. Straight up. But I, off the bone, I'll eat it once in a while off the bone. I like lemon pepper off the bone or something about it, but, but I, like pizza, that's a no-brainer. Just talked about the old I'm telling you, Mike, time. Mike, I'm sure Mike's going to say pizza. Mike, pizza? I can't hear him, Frank. I'm sorry. We didn't hear him. There he is, Mike, pizza? Bad when the teacher doesn't even know how to do the unmute button on Zoom. But, yeah, we got to go pizza, amigo. I mean... Only because of the baseline level, you know what I mean? You know the saying, certain things are okay even when they're not that good and pizza's one of them. You get bad wings, they're burnt, they're overdone, the sauce isn't so hot, that's going to be a downer. But even your pizza, when you're like, eh, it's all right, you know, something like we get from the cafeteria or something, even though the people are very, very nice. that's better, right? Like, I don't know, pizza has a way of the... But what's funny is, is our executive, student executive producer, Mike, Alicia, she goes on the chat and says, 
Uh, I'm going to go ahead and leave the chat now. He said boneless. Now I got to run. <laughs> wow, no. <laughs> so, Mike, I feel like going to go get wings, it's the same deal as like going to get Chinese food. Like, you have to be safe where you go buy your wings. Like, you, you just can't go to any just pop-up spot to go. Like, you have to have your go-to spot. It, it's, like a, it's a must because okay. for the most part, you know how they're going to come out all the time. You know what I'm a big fan of? The, the wing bar at Winn-Dixie, like the stuff with bucket. It's not bad, right? For, it's, for, the, for price, the price, it's not bad at all. In there, absolutely. And I'll tell you what, I give credit to the people from Winn-Dixie. Not that they're like sponsoring anything, but we're telling <laughs> the truth. Though, when, when the pandemic hit and you couldn't do it self-serve anymore, the people behind the counter were still doing work to make sure that that puppy was packed, just as if this big guy was filling it up. But I'll tell you what, Ray, Ray Hayes here, again, he cannot enjoy pizza on National Pizza Day, but he is a wing connoisseur, Frank and Larry. <laughs> All is right? he really? So Ray is always going wings, and he knows where he likes to go get them, too. You already know. Wingstop is the spot. But you see, I go boneless there. I, although, you know, I'm hearing oh. that. Yeah. Why do I want to? I mean, come on. Boneless is good, too, but. Boneless is good chicken nuggets. I mean, the only place I don't go boneless is Sports Grill. Fact. Sports Grill, I go, I don't go boneless. Wingstop. Mm, they're good. Wingstop, their bone wings are better than their boneless wings. So the boats are coming in already. Wings is at 57%. Pizza's at 43% right now. It's early, though. I'm expecting to get a lot of votes on this one. Kind of surprising because usually everybody's favorite food, when you're like, oh, what's your favorite food? Pizza, pizza, pizza. But I'd do the wings over the pizza any day. Hmm. Eileen? What's it for you? I have a feeling I know. I'm sorry. Boneless should be illegal. Why? Yeah, bro. No, Mr. In fact, Mister, I need your uh, your man card back. How is that? But, but bonus tastes better, guys. No. Yes, tastes far better. No, it it's doesn't, bro. Because you get the juices from the bone when you eat with the bone in. You don't get the same flavor, the same juices in the boneless. They're drier. Larry, okay. it's Justice. Hey, Justice, what's up, brother? Got a little input on these uh, boneless wings. You're calling wings? I'm putting quotation marks over there. Oh, so they're not really wings, or they're just pieces of chicken breast? No, they're chicken nuggets, okay? Boneless wings are glorified chicken nuggets. Facts. Let it's not have a wing justice. without the bones. You got to pick it apart. You got to suck the bone dry, and then you got to... That's how it goes. That's, a, that's part of the experience of eating the wings. Hmm. So I haven't said I don't like the wings. I've never said I don't like wings. I just like... like I like... You can't like boneless Have you more. Guys, All right, well, I'll be okay with it as long as you call the boneless wings chicken nuggets and not wings. Oh, see, that's a good point. Just say you like dinosaur chicken nuggets, Larry. <laughs> you can say it. You can admit it. My father it's okay. It's my, it's, it's my safe space, right? What would you yeah. say, Dinah? Because I know what you were going to say. What is that? Like father, like son. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what? I enjoy wings from certain places. One of those places is Sports Grill. I don't think they have Sports Grills in Palm Beach. This is a Miami institution type of thing. I well, love here Sports Grills. we got uh, Duffy's. We've got Brews Room is popular. Mm. Flanagan's. Flanagan's. Something Flanagan's yeah. wings yeah. are off the hinges. Yeah. Flanagan's hinges. Uh, off that, I'll eat that. See, 
That's Big one of the of only wins. things that could get me to go, oh, I'll have pizza tomorrow. And the, like, play, you know, like, <laughs> and the play at Flanagan's is you go on a Wednesday, you order a pitcher of, uh, of, soda. Right, no, of a soda. beverage of soda, and then you get your wing, your 10 free wings, I believe it is. Yes. No joke. It when does work Wednesdays? with lemonade and ice yes, and soft drinks. You don't have to get it. So the, the nope. Slam Giants, the Slam Titans, all the Slam students can, and everybody else can enjoy it as well. It Wednesday. doesn't have to be a, tomorrow, a adult Wednesday. beverage. They call it Wing It Wednesday. Wing It Wednesday. That's tomorrow, February 10th, Wednesday. Is there that we what we're, are we going after work? Being. Well, you have a Hooters date usually on Wednesdays. So Not anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm staying away from Hooters for a few weeks. We have basketball tomorrow. Who's we? You? Yeah, me. We? Me When too. I say we, I mean me. Me too, though. Yeah, Is the basketball here? Yeah. Oh, no. We go after. No, you're not going to go. There's two games. Yeah. Now, listen, I know it's the wing pizza debate right now. But our girl Alexa, who's joining us virtually from home, she's been a rock star all year, even though she's been at home because of the pandemic. But she actually says that we're both wrong, oh, that everybody's oh. wrong, and that oh. Alexa's got a better idea. So let's hear from Alexa. What real is it, quick. Alexa? Talk Alexa, to me. tell us what if you're having a big event, whether it's for a, a game or a family pot or anything else. What's your go-to plat or snack that has to be on the platter? Pequeños. That's it. Pequeños. Mm -hmm. yes. All right, now explain those to the gringo here from Boca, the please. Because I never even heard okay, of Okay, so um, tequeños is like a a um, popular food from Venezuela, and it's like really, really good. So tequeños What's in it? Um, like, what does it taste like? It's like um, cheese finger, finger, what is it? Yeah, like yeah, a mozzarella like stick, but it's like a piece of queso blanco wrapped in like a dough, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So this is like bordering on mozzarella stick territory. Well, it's when you take a taco shell and wrap it around a piece of cheese or a piece of something, and you can bite into it and have the crunch and have whatever's inside. It is quite masterful. When done correctly, they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Then you can dip way it in different sauces. Way better than wings and pizza. I don't know about way better, but it's, 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 I mean, I would order on the same table all three things and not have a problem. But tequeños, she makes a good point. Alexa makes a very good point. In fact, the tequeños, the appetizer in that little shebang right there. Yeah. Alexa, I imagine you can't have Alexa in your room because it gets confusing, huh? Alexa, <laughs> Alexa, Alexa, Alexa. Like, that could be an interesting one. Right? That, that I it. was on my uncle's house, and they were calling me like, Alexa, Alexa, and Alexa activate like, yeah, that, Hi, that and fun. I was like, uh. So, so I told him, I was like, hold on a minute. Is he has a student named Alexa, or is he going to all of a sudden talk to his Alexa unit in the classroom? So I'm glad Alexa started talking. Well, but you know, Siri always gets in the middle of things. Siri always wants to get involved in conversations all, all the, the time. time. When you hit the button by accident and then Siri starts talking to you, it gets me angry. Um, Mike, I want to hear Alexa more. Like, I want, I want, we got to do this again. What are we doing? Are we doing this on Thursday again? We're here if you are. Yeah, and I want the same crew. This crew's good. I want Alexa, Absolutely. I want Justice. Andy didn't talk much today. I always talk to Andy. I want the whole gang back. Is that is that something that the old man can ask for and get? You think? Absolutely. We will be here at Thursday. Pedro, uh, before we dip, Larry, before these kids go on to the dip. next class, I like that. That's my Pedro wants to make sure he weighs in on the wing pizza debate as well. Dale, Pedrito. You are all wrong. Uh-oh. It's none of those three. Uh-oh. Hot dogs. Oh no! Oh, Pedro's my boy. No, 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 Pedro, no. you know what's up, man? No, the door. Oh, no. He, he did not just say hot dogs it's over tough. pizza. Or 
It's got to be Angus. You did not know. Butterfly. No. But you can't put ketchup no. on the hot dog because you're going to ruin the hot dog. It's got to be mustard only. I can't. <sighs> Pedro, I, uh, I encourage you to check out the Chicago dog. You will not yeah, be Pedro, disappointed. You get hot dogs with toppings on it. Oh. Are you familiar with a Chicago dog that yeah. Frank's talking about? Yes, they are delicious. I will take hot dogs over any other food any day of the week. Pedro, we got to link I'll tell up. You what, I give him this, just like the pizza, like can't be that bad. I mean, is there really such thing as a bad hot dog? No. Uh, yes. Oh, he's got that. Yes. Going. yes. So if, you go to, if you go to a barbecue and somebody thinks that they know what they're get, doing, they burn the outside get, and they like, leave the inside. From, like Pizza Hut, and then you you leave it without eating it for a while. It gets cold. It, it's terrible. If you get wings in like Publix, the bucket, they get soggy. Terrible. If you make hot dogs at home, delicious. Perfect. I have a new best friend. I have a new best friend. I have a new best friend. Frank, you realize that other than your screaming, the nitrates in hot dogs give me absolute migraine headache. That sounds like a personal make problem. Make me puke and at times have made me sick for days. That's why I can't eat hot dogs anymore. I actually like hot dogs. Sounds like a personal problem. But of all the foods we've talked about, nothing's better than pizza. Sorry. And Andy's right. Show him out. We got to have like one of those slamming doors as a sound effect. Got you. Like the AOL um, exit whenever you would get it on or off uh, Instant Messenger? Mm-hmm. We have some new sound bites. Don't we have one coming up? And did I ask? You haven't heard that one? No. And, oh, my God, we sent you some sound bites. This should be delicious for the Oh, radio. I'll have to catch up. Yeah, yeah. And did I ask? I got to catch up. Yo, that one's good. All right. Um, we're going to get them back on Thursday. We're going to do other off-color debates and crazy stuff. I'm looking at my, uh, at my it was 50-50 a moment ago. I don't know if everybody's voting. At Larry the Amigo, I, I have the poll up. Um, the question is, pizza or wings? And it seems as if right now, um, let me see where we're at. Wings is at 62%. How is that even possible? Oh, my God. We're getting clobbered, Frank. Josephine, we're getting clobbered. We got to call in the troops from Brooklyn on this one. Absolutely. Hey, Mike, I appreciate your time. Thank you for having the students on with us. Where's Dodger Dog Danny? Is he around? You know what? He popped in before, quick, during the commercial break, but as usually happens, then he had to get summoned to another room to put out another electrical fire. So I'll try to get him back here with the rest of the Giants on Thursday. But we appreciate you, Frank, and everybody from Slam Miami letting us crash the party here this morning. Not crashing the party, bro. You're invited. We'll see you Thursday. You're invited to the party always. You don't crash the party. Make sure we got Alexa, Saskia, Andy, Justice. I want them rolling hard. Hard, hard. We're going to be ready on Thursday for this. The whole crew's ready. Alexis Dynamite and and what was his name? John? Was that the kid? John Lopes. Woo! Strong voice. That brings it. Wow, we got some studs over in Boca. The bottom just got bigger, and we love you guys. Take care, my man. We're just trying to keep uh, the standard high, like you guys are setting down there. Oh, well, I think you just set a standard today. That was some good stuff. We had a good time. Always teamwork. Always family, bro. Love you, Mike. See you Thursday, boys. Take care, my and man. girls. Later. That was Dynamite. Hi, Brianna. How are you? Hi. Oh. Technical director has forgotten. No, she's like, she don't know how to act. You don't know how to act. Hit the wrong button. Uh, good to have you back. I missed you. All right, we'll be hearing more and seeing more of you, I guess. Of course. We didn't want to bother you. You've been in college doing college things, you know. You act like I, I like I have anything to do that is important. Like I have yes, class it's in called the college. afternoon. Like I prefer to be here. It's called college. That's more important. 
I mean, I guess. But you guys are important too, so. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate that. <laughs> um, that was a that was a fun segment, Frank, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. Like I truly enjoyed that. I still vote for pizza. Uh, I'm voting for wings. No, you're not. Pizza deserves some justice. <sighs> Pizza's getting clobbered right now. I think. I think. The, I think the problem with pizza is that there's too many places around that think that they make a good pie, so it's kind of gotten difficult to find a good pie. Yeah, it's called Papa John's. <laughs> Papa John's is awful. Oh man. When I was young, I used to like the chain restaurants. I didn't like the pizza from other places, but as I've gotten older, I've really, I don't call those places anymore. When you were young, when that was, was like young. the 1800s. What? They had pizza. No, they, they, take, brought, them, they brought them over to you by dinosaur. I, I take umbrage to those jokes because you're significantly younger than me. Time out. Let's laugh though, real quick. Let's not. Back in my day, pizza places used to guarantee your pizza at your door in 30 minutes or less, or it was free. Do you remember those days, amigo? I do. And then they had to stop. They had to stop doing that promotion because people were giving people the wrong directions to get to their house so they can purposely get there after 30 minutes and they can get the pizzas for free because then gps didn't exist so you had to trust the person saying all right you gotta go this way you gotta go this way if you didn't know how to get around <laughs> and there's a very famous line from the ninja turtle movie he goes to wait for his pizza and the guy shows up three minutes late and he was supposed to pay 15 dollars for the pizza and he gave him a 10 and the guy told him he goes hey this is a 10 the tab's 15 and he goes you're two minutes late dude and he goes, ah, come on, I couldn't find the place. And he goes, wise man said, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for a late pizza. Interesting. Yeah. You put a lot of time and thought into that one, didn't it's, you? It's one of my favorite movie quotes of all time. Bianca says, the fact that some people are voting wings when they're eating chicken nuggets. <laughs> Amigo. I didn't vote wings, though. But no, you, you didn't. But, you but still I bet you some of those people voting wings are doing what I do. You make this huge production about going to Hooters because you have to have your wings. And then you order and you're like, oh, let me get boneless. Oh, but let's admit. Let's I'll admit, smack in the on, face if on, I sat there on. with you. Hooters wings are full of breading. Like, so, let's be honest. So you get the naked ones. Then they don't have, they don't absorb the sauce as well, which is why I go boneless because the sauce is excellent. So you get extra sauce on the side. Mm, it doesn't work the same. I've tried it. But you're doing that with the boneless. Go to Sports Grill. That is amazing. Go to Flanagan. Uh, Flanagan's, I'm counting the hours for tomorrow. I forgot about the Wednesday Flanagan thing. You have no idea. Really? I will sit there and have a picture of whatever. Every day, you know, they have a different promotion. Like, you go Monday, it's like Mexican Mondays, and they give you a huge thing of nachos for free. When you get a picture. When you order a picture of Picture Coke. of soda. Right. And then Tuesday's another thing. Wednesday's wing it Wednesday. I forgot what Thursday is, but if it's after 10 o'clock, they're also, the wings are also free. Mm-hmm. And then Friday, I think Thursday starts also the Joe Meals deal, whatever it is. So I come with a very innocent poll, and everybody's jumping on me because I eat bowl. Like, I don't even understand. Why me? I mean, like, nice for what? This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I want to know who my... All right, so Hannah's boyfriend here. Yeah, Slam Radio. Fred Van Fleet? That guy, too. The guy from the State Farm commercial. You know, the guy who's all buffed working out. The guy that ate Drake. Slam Radio. Louisiana. Murder on the beat. Something for y'all to cut up to, you know? Yeah. 
everybody get your roll on. I know shorty and she doesn't want no slow song. Had a man last year, life goes on. Haven't let that thing lose, girl, in so long. You been inside, know you like to lay low. I've been people what you bring to the table. Working hard, girl, everything paid for. First, last phone, bill, car, no cable. With your phone out, gotta hit them angles. With your phone out, snapping like you fable. And you showing off, but it's alright. And you're showing off, but it's alright. It's a short life. Without a follow, without a mention You really piping up on these You gotta be nice for what to these I understand, you got a hundred bands You got a baby bands, you got some bad friends High school pics, you was even bad then You ain't stressing off no lover in the past tense You already had them Work at 8 a.m., finish round five All down, you don't see them outside Yeah, they don't really be the same offline You know dog days, you know hard times for the last month, Saturday, call the girls, get them gassed up. Gotta hit the club, gotta make that jump. Gotta hit the club like you hit them, hit them, hit them angles. With your phone out, snapping like you fable. And you're showing off, but it's alright. And you're showing off, but it's alright. It's a short life. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Who chose the song today? Pedro, you're supposed to be somewhere. Makaya actually chose it. Hold on. My God. Pedro, you need to go. Pedro, you need to go to Miss Wheel's room, room 2512, immediately. Go. Sorry. Man, this guy's saved by the bell again? Bro, Pedro, you are the luckiest guy on the face of this earth. Every time you sit on the board, something happens, you got to go somewhere. Yep. I told him when he walked in through he had somewhere else to be. He was like, today, I'm going to have to sit there? Yep. No, not today. He's out. 
He's like, not today. I'm not going to run the board today. Finally, we convinced no. him. Okay, is teaching him. And then here we go. We're on, ready to go. And Pedro, you got to go. 25-12. Thomas Wheel, I apologize for the delay. I'm going to enjoy myself a zero sugar beverage here. Wait. Shh, shh, shh. From Coca-Cola. You should buy stock in Coca-Cola. You should. Why haven't you? It's expensive. I've already looked into it. No, it's like 30 something dollars. Are you kidding me? Oh, it's split? I don't know. Coke's low. <laughs> Coke always. He doesn't know where he has to go. Look, he's coming back. Tell him it's 2512. <laughs> I told you he didn't know. Has today's conversation made any sense? Tons. Of course. I'm ready to tell people how I feel from now on. It's game over now. That's it. It's just a little tiring. It is. How about the, the, when they tell you something too late? What do you mean? Oh, God, it's hard to get into this and not be specific. Um... I don't want to say something that I don't. Nah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go down that road. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, like, uh, like too little, too late. When we always say about too little, too late. Like when you when you find a way, um, and you've procrastinated on doing work on mm -hmm. something for a long time, mm -hmm. and then you wait till the last minute, like some of these kids do in their class, and they wait till the last minute to do the work to get it done. You do a choppy job, and you didn't really have your heart into it. it you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say, at the end of the day, you're not making the decision with your heart. You're making your decisions on, uh, I guess, on the outcome of what happens. So you're basing it on the situation. You're not basing it on the emotion. Correct. I mean, it's never good to wait, you know, to say something. Because when the train left the station, it left. Right. And it's, and it's also not good to make the decision once you already have been told or have been asked or whatever. And then all of a sudden... It just turns around like that, and now you want to make the decision when it's too late. Exactly. Why did you wait so long? And it happens. It happens all the time. I mean, even with sports, it happens. I mean, it happens all through life. You know. Right. So that being said, why does that happen? Because we don't communicate, right? Because we're afraid to. We don't want to confront communications. We don't want to talk about the things we need to talk about. And instead, we run the opposite direction. Wow, this society is really screwed up. It's so, not the fact that, well, I can't speak for everybody, but it's not the fact that people want to avoid communication. People just don't want to argue. Yeah. Right, they avoid confrontation. I understand the not wanting to argue, which is a great point, Michaela. But you got to stand or believe in something or stand for something and no one's going to ever snoot at that. I mean, there's ways to go about it, you know? If you're respectful, you know, if you understand each other and you, you both give each other, you know, time to explain your points or whatever you want to call it, there's no need to argue. But, it, but it's turned into a situation that, like, it's not... There, People put you in a dead end that you can't argue about it anymore. And if you continue to argue about it, you're being a whiny little bitch about it. And I'm sorry for my choice of words. But, like, something happened yesterday within one of my groups of friends. 
and I'm kind of gave my side of the of the of the frustration. Another friend gave his side of the frustration, and then his response was, "Well, guys, I'm sorry. What's done is done. I can't say anything else. But I'm sorry." And that's it. Like we were supposed to just wipe our hands clean and just let it go like that. Well, no, that's not how it works, bro. Like if there's a, if you did something wrong, you need to be open-minded to hear the criticism. Because the same way if something if someone does something wrong to you, you expect the opportunity to give the criticism. But it's very closed-minded aspect that we have in the society that when you do something wrong and you don't want to hear about it, that's it. Yeah. And you're supposed to just drop it. But that's how we're living right now, and it's terrible. That's, that's shameful, though. You're right. Yeah. But that's explain. You just hit that on the head. Mm-mm. Sometimes people don't want to deal with it, and they just shy away. And, I, and I, that's I, it. And you expect it to be all good, yeah. and then they come back the next day like if nothing happened. No, you mother bleeper. I still have a problem with you. Yeah. I'm sorry. But I still have a problem with you, bro. You're not going to just all of a sudden walk away and come back like, hey. Yeah, my drop by. No, bro, the, prob- the, the, the problem is still at hand. There's still an elephant in the room. You need to bring this situation up. Why is it up? that people do that? They know that something's lingering. They know that there's an elephant in the room. Uh, they've done something or they've not done something. And then they walk up, like you say, the next day, and they walk up like if nothing. Because they're used to running into their bedrooms, closing the door. Mom and dad is going to take care of it for me. And when I walk out of the room, the world is peaceful again because mom and dad already took care of it. And they're used to living this life. Brother, my mom and my dad made me deal with my own crap. Okay, when something happens, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into violence on this. Hold and on. something happened, my dad was, oh hey, you're gonna go over there, and you're gonna take care of this situation right now. See, no, you're not gonna eat. You're gonna ride to sleep, and you're not. Tomorrow's gonna be the same situation until you handle it. And there goes Frankie, seven-year-old Frankie, walking down the street, trying to figure out and getting into a confrontation. But I learned how to handle it as time went on. Why are you being a jackass and laughing at me? No, we're, we're, we're laughing because Micaiah's killing she it. She didn't end then. Oh, nice. That's what I heard. I didn't know. I was too into my point. But that was me battling confrontations. Some, I did something wrong. My dad would face me in my face, and we would handle it. But that's the way it was handled. They don't handle confrontation anymore because they've been coddled all their life. I get it. She's afraid of you. That's the only reason she didn't do it ten times. Oh, I'm trying to look at her. Go do it again. I told her already. Once you walk in these, do uh, it once, again. Once you walk in these hallways, again. you are free to be trolled. Again. And I then. wasn't even afraid. Like I was so into the conversation. So like. But Micaiah, it's his soundbite that he likes to use on me. That's why I love that you. He don't. You don't even know I what you that did. Right away. I was like, oh, but it didn't. You didn't want to do it again. You got a little little gun shot. I got you. I was in my thoughts because like <laughs> my friend of four years, right? You know, like when your friendship just start drifting, but like there's no like beef or anything. Yep. Yeah, drift apart. We tried to like talk about it. It was like she was reading me the wrong way. Like, don't try to read me off my energy. Like, exactly. So incredible. When you guys actually sat down and had a conversation, you figured out what the problem was. Hey, of running away from the conversation. conversation. I was like, oh, she was like, let's talk about it in person. Because, you know, over text, it don't end up going There's no right. tone in text. You guys don't I'm proud of that. that. So I called her. I was like, so what's the problem? She was like, oh, you didn't see how you looked in the pictures. It's, it was like 50 degrees. We just had a cold front. And then, like, nobody was talking. The convers- Like, it was no conversation. It, it was one like, thing was one and the other was oh. and. and it was an assumption. And that's what happens. They go, they go into the little bubble, and they assume that they, oh, but you said this. You meant this. Or I thought you meant this. No, bro, look, just tell me. Like, bro, you said this. What do you mean? Oh, okay, good. I thought you meant something else. I just want to be clear. That's it. Why is that so hard? 
Why is that so difficult? I, I'm the kind of guy that gets judged. I got judged for putting up the U the other day. But it see, happens. But here's the problem with this. Since society has shifted to the way we're talking about it now, now I'm the one that's out of place. Whenever I try to bring something up, I'm being the aggressor. And I've been called Bingo! in front of the face before that I'm being the aggressor. Bingo! And something happened in this hallway that I was enabled as the aggressor when in fact I was diffusing yes. the situation. I'll say it. I'll say it. You know, I'll say it. The guy who flooded out our studio. Correct. You ever heard the story, yeah, Hannah, about I've the heard. guy who flooded out I our heard. studio? I heard. He comes in here, turns on some valve, and floods out our studio. And during the entire time, I stay quiet. So I speak loud because I have a loud voice. And when I get my point across, it comes off. If you don't want to take it the wrong way, it's, it, I didn't mean it the wrong way. So the guy's standing over there. He's running his mouth. I have a pit bull in here trying to get out of his cage to go to the guy. And I told the guy, I was Who's like, that? listen, sir, you need Who's to Who's that pit bull? No, not pit bull. A pit bull. Who was that pit bull? Melian. Oh. A pit bull named Lauren. <laughs> so I told the guy, I was like, sir, you need to leave now before it gets out of hand. I'm oh, asking what? you to leave now. So he left. Good. Frank, you handled it well. You asked the guy to leave. Well, you did, you did minutes it. later. You, you, did, you did omit a couple of things that was clearly making me the aggressor, and I don't know how he got labeled the aggressor. I jumped over the table to go run to tell him what I felt, and Frank somehow found a way to play defense and block and kept me from penetrating through the door. Wow. So he's bigger than I am, so yeah, he yeah. turned around and said, you need to leave us. I'm over his right shoulder saying, you better <laughs> But he wasn't the aggressor. He was diffusing the problem. And then an hour later, they came and said he was the aggressor. And I said, no, 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 no. I'll take credit for that. I'm the one that went at him. I'm the one that went at him. Nah, Frank didn't do it. Frank saved his life. Remember when I told him? I go, yeah, Frank saved his that. life. Frank saved his life. Frank saved his life. He didn't do anything wrong. That's me. Because I wasn't going to let him take that. But come on. But I love that we're all of a sudden, aggressors. I'm the aggressor all the time. So I have to shut my mouth sometimes. Like, bro, it's not worth it. Why? No, you know why, too? Because people are used to you talking to them. And Frank and you, and you know, you're stirring. You know, you're we're confident. We're Nah, but it, it is, listen, it is what it is, right? So figure this. I, I have figured out that people... They don't get it. They don't get us, Frank. They don't get me. I, I try to communicate. We live in a world we don't want to communicate, right? So you spend your life dodging, sidestepping, right? At some point, none of that stuff works. You just got to jump. This is SiriusXM 145 Slam Radio. Ah, uh, we're back here. Good morning, amigo. Sirius XM 145. It's been an interesting day. National Pizza Day as well. Did we try to get uh, Josephine on the radio there? Um, I thought you were going to send her a message. Uh, I got one better. I think I'm going to give you her phone number. And that way you can call her. How cool. That? Is she expecting our call? No, she has no idea. I'm going to share the contact. That way you have it already. Fair enough. I'm sure she'll know why we're calling, though. I have a funny feeling she knows it's National Pizza. Yeah, for sure. So t you know that today is going to somehow be a consumption of pizza, especially now that I went to 178. 178 pounds. I used to weigh 250 about three years ago. Holy Toledo. 178 pounds.
Let me see. Anybody in this room remember me? Nope. Nobody here knew me at 250. Nope. Nobody knew me at 250. That's what I weighed. 178 when I stepped on the scale this morning. I was astounded. Pretty strange. So I'm going to eat a little pizza in celebration of that. So I can bump Do back it. up to 180 again. Pretty astonishing. So is she ready or did we catch her at a bad time? No, we must have caught her at a bad time because she voicemailed me. Ah, okay. So no problem. I mean, it's not that important. So are you getting your pizza Yes, Ryan, from? that's fine. Pizza Hut. Oh, I'm not pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Uh. amigo, you're going to go to Papa John's and then go buy one of those foldable pizzas. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Nope, nope. I'm going to Hialeah. Casolas? Go on my spot to Hialeah. I'm not going to Casolas. What spot? The Piazzas. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. You ever been to the Piazzas? No. You're a Hialeah girl. You never been to the Piazzas? I'm a Mabelay. That's the same. Look at Hialeah. No, I haven't heard of it. I haven't heard of it. You've probably passed by like 1,800 times in your entire life. Yeah, so it's by where? It's on 49th Street. Like, you know where the Longhorn is and the Olive really? Garden? It's a little shopping mall next to the little Oh, dingy. for sure. Then it's fire. It's a dingy, then. But it's a dingy shopping mall. With like, oh, then it has to be fire. Like a pale, it used to be a pale. It's not there. Now they sell That's mattresses. how you know. You already, you already they have know. a botanica. And they have like it's, yeah. That's it. And That's there's a Kmart. It used to be a Kmart. I don't know what it is oh, now. Oh, okay. I'm with you. Yeah, I you think that this is like a five below now or something. Yeah, or something like, like that. I don't know what Something like that. Oignon que barato. That place been there like 40 years, though. It's, it's fire. Deep Piazza's Pizza. Yeah, she I met you there for, uh, I guess, my first official show meeting ever in my radio career. <laughs> That's where I took you, right? That's my spot. Oh, yeah. cute. You know what? We should, do a, we should do a show meeting there, just out of principle. I'm down. Man, I was the such a nervous this pilot walking thing. into that I place. Like, uh, and I only want to do it if my guy Gino's there. Frank's grumpy. I love Frank, too, but. I am grumpy. No, not you. Frank Piazza, the older brother. He's grumpy. He's funny, though. Actually, Frank. Yeah, I can go with Frank. Frank's funny. Frank's a nut. Well, the best pizza in town is Deep Piazza's there. I said it. And I'm going to have to give it a try. Uh, no, I think today might be the day for that. I bet you we can call Gino. Like, I'm interested to see. So, like, my cousin, you know, I've told you that my uncle has, like, eight or nine r- restaurants in Chicago called Barocco's Pizza. Yes, like, you did tell me that, which you were I, supposed to send me something. Thanks. Absolutely delicious, right? So, like, he gets all his cheese imported from Wisconsin. So, like, he literally goes to Wisconsin because it's not far, and he makes sure to get his cheese so he can have the proper cheese. Well, I found out that his son's getting married, and we thought that we were going to have to go to Chicago to go to this wedding or whatever, and now the way things are, you have to take a COVID test before even getting on the airplane. It was a hot mess. But we found out that they're going to come down to Fort Lauderdale for the wedding. So, haha, we get to go to the wedding, right? Which means great because I'm going to be able to talk to his dad and pick his mind. So we have a feeling because his fiance is trying to move him down here. But here's the thing with my cousin Vinny. Funny. Oh, my cousin Vinny. Yeah, I love funny. that movie. Look, look at that. I have a per- You have a cousin Vinny. That's I have awesome. A cousin Vinny. That's awesome. So my cousin Vinny is one of the top people in this business. So I'm, me and my wife are curious if he comes down. Is he going to start bringing the business on here to franchise? Ooh. But the question there logistically is how would they get all the cheese imported and all that? Like, Because he's very adamant. Like, My cheese has to come from Wisconsin. Hmm. And the not, cheese is what makes the pizza. That's a lot of the deal that you don't get good pizza down here. It's because the cheese is not good. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure so there's a way. All right, so sidebar for the pizza. Runner. Sidebar from the pizza. Now I'm. this is an absolute shameless plug. Is that okay? Can I do that? You're the boss. It's your show. I'm allowed to, right? 
Sure. So you're going to press record so that I can send the shameless plug to these people who I like? Make sure Micaiah does that somehow. I don't want to start without doing that. Yeah, I mean, I'm allowed to, to, to choreograph shameless plugs. Here's one right here. You ready? So I told you, we're starting to get a little palanca, in, in, in particularly in Brooklyn, my old stomping grounds, right? So we've befriended Josephine and the folks at Lenny's Pizza and Stoop Society. And now we have some new friends over on Avenue N in Brooklyn. I think it's Aliata Pastry Shop. My goodness. These Italian pastries. Remember, Frank, how I talked about living next door to an Italian baker, Piccolo's Bakery in, in, in Brooklyn, Borough Park. My brother was one of the bakers there. So I grew up eating cannolis and, and all these Italian pastries and those special cookies that they make that I can only find in Italian bakeries and pastry shops. And I go on this Instagram, and I'm, I'm having a coronary, Frank. These things look so beautiful. They're so delicious. Oh, my goodness. So I have a feeling, Frank, that we're setting a tone here for our trip to New York later this year. I'm getting excited, bro. So it's, if it's a shameless plug, am I allowed to give the address or is that like a bad call to action? No, I think that's a bad call to action. Oh, so I can do it once in a while. I did say Avenue Inn in Brooklyn, right? Aliata Pastry Shop. Check them out on Instagram. That's the best way that I'm allowed to do it. Aliata Pastry Shop. That's A-L-I-O-T-T-A. And if I'm mispronouncing it, so be it. We'll get them on the show this week, too. I love talking food on the show. That I do like to do. Don't we have fun when we talk food? We do have fun. I get hungry all the time. But, yeah, it's fun. So cannolis are hard to ship, but there's other stuff you can ship. I bet you they ship. Let me see here. They've been open since 1929. We ship nationwide, Frank. Frank, they ship nation freaking wide. I want them on the air. I want to talk to them. Okay, now? Well, I don't know. Did you get Gino? You're not going to get Gino. Struck out. By the way, Gino, well, he took me back to like 1996, 1993, because when his voicemail picked up, it was a song. The song. The A-Team, right? Is that what it was? Yeah. He has the A-Team. <laughs> he hasn't changed that. No one does that. Yeah, yeah, no. I've known him since that since that show was like 10 years old. But I'm, I mean, I've known him for 20 years, and he's always had that. So answer. when we started doing voicemails back in those days, we used to play the song, and then we used to lower it, be like, Hey, what's up? You've reached Frank. Leave a message after the tone, and I'll get right back to you. And then you put it back up back so that up. it finishes the song. That's how come you knew you were, you were destined to be a board operator. And a that's how you knew. I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta change. I gotta change it. I gotta change it. Oh, that's funny. So, Aliata Pastry Shop, uh, we're setting the tone. Like, you don't think I'm gonna? I want to know when we talk to them. In fact, how can we talk to them now? There's no way we can talk to them right now. Um, I mean, I can try. Send me the number. Have you ever been to Venero's in, in New York? I have not. Place is good. Had good cannolis. They do. Yes. So, Frank, no, I'm, I'm going to send you something. There's no phone number on there. Maybe you can, maybe you can call the place, right? Maybe okay, you can look you, it up and call the place. What do you want me to tell them? You we tell them like this, we're on a Sirius XM radio show. Good morning, amigo. And you started following our host. He's from Brooklyn. He's friends with Lenny's Pizza. And he wants to talk to you about pastries. We've got time. This is perfect. We've got plenty. We've got an eternity. Okay, but don't be upset if it doesn't happen today because this is something you usually set up usually for the following day to get them prepared. But the impromptu nature of perhaps it perhaps happening is, a, is fantastic. And then if it doesn't, then we have a radio segue for tomorrow. I'm going to send them a message now. Right now. I mean, you could call them, but you know. 
The problem is with calling though, like you kind of get the wrong person to pick up and it turns yeah, and into like, like, oh, I this guy know. wants something yeah. that I don't know what to do with him. Yeah, yeah, I guess you get the right person if you do it through right. IG. That's fine. Okay. No problem. Got it. Good. What's going to happen to you, um, young princess? Are you going to run the board here while we're in New York? Oh, I'm, he's, we're working on that. Well, you haven't seen? You're working on the So you're going to stay here while we go to New York. That's no, no, you're trying to leave me behind, Hannah. And say no, bro. You ain't that dumb. Yeah, I ain't that dumb. I ain't that dumb. I'm kidding. I'm going with you guys. You're going with I No, don't I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a luggage big enough for me. Well, then he's going to have to take two luggage because I already claimed one of the luggages. <laughs> well, but you're, you're already probably <laughs> sponsored on this trip. Oh, I got promoted. Good. All right, Hannah, you can take my I spot there. Probably. The I said probably. Perhaps. All right, it's tentative. I'll let you know. Wow. The seat, the, like that? The seat in the luggage is to be determined. I'm just saying. All right, yeah, mean? we're going to make a show trip out of this. I'm going to go poor doing it, though. You think Renee Ruiz is going to go ahead and approve that expenditure for us to just go hang out in New York for a weekend? No, but I don't mind, like, pulling out of my pocket a little bit. I'm a poor man, bro. I don't know how I'm going to pull out of anywhere to do that. I don't know. Then I guess me and Hannah are going to New York. <laughs> Bye. Amanda's going to probably tag along, too. Fine, bro. Me and the two ladies. Oh. Sounds like a great trip. Yeah, no, that'll work out. Um, yeah, we're really setting the tone here. Food's going to be a player. We're going to go to Junior's, Times Square, right? We're going to go We're gonna go to Carmine's. Great Italian food, right? What else are we going to do? We're going to uh, go get a Nathan, wants cookies. Nathan's hot dog. We're going to go to Coney Island. We got to go to Rice to Riches. I'm down to go to... Hold on a minute. I know that. <laughs> Did you just ask me if I want to go to Coney Island? To go to Nathan's? I'll do Nathan's and take the risk. Amigo. I'll take the medicine before that prevents my migraines and my stomach aches. <laughs> and I'll go... F I'll do it because it's Nathan's. Do me a favor. What? Turn around. Look outside. Look up. Is the sky blue? Yeah, it is. All right, actually. so we're going to Coney Island. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, is the cyclone still running over there? Probably. It is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. And so is the Ferris wheel. Well, I don't want the Ferris wheel. I would ride the cyclone. Hold on a minute. Did would you ride the cyclone? I did not ride the cyclone because it was... Uh, it was uh, Under repair like, like usual. Right, of, of course. course. Always so, But the Ferris wheel, I think it was like the Wonder Wheel. Yes. All right. It's called the Wonder Have wheel. you ever ridden it? Yes. It's the most scary thing in the yes. entire world. It's a very scary Ferris wheel. Bro, it is very scary. Yes. And when I was up there, that's where I took... It's remember quite I took large the and the angles are weird and it makes you feel like you're sort of falling a little bit. It's a little odd. On that trip, right? I took a picture of Manhattan, right? And then you commented on my Twitter. I'm like, oh my God, that's the view from where I used to live or whatever. Back in the day, before we even like knew each other. Uh -huh. um, so it's really weird because it's a Ferris wheel and there's an out and there's an in. Listen to this, Hannah. The out is stationary. It doesn't move. Obviously, it goes around, and it, you know, it tilts as it goes around. The in is on a track, like a roller coaster track, right? So as the it, and it's not like on motors or anything. So like, you have to trust gravity when you're on this thing. So as the Ferris wheel spinning, you know, the carreto taki, all of a sudden the track moves down, and the car will just go whoo, and it just start moving within the middle of the Ferris wheel. It's crazy. Wow. So I got on. I told, oh hey, honey, we're going on the inside track, Doug. We're in Coney Island. We're going on the inside track. Why are we going to ride this Ferris wheel and just sit on the outside track? We rode the inside track. We were pooping ourselves the entire time. <laughs> it kept going around, and since there was nobody there, it was like, free rides, keep going. It was like in those movies that every time you get to the bottom, you're like, ah! 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 One of those. Oh, God. <laughs> I've never ridden 
the cyclone. Me I left young. But I've only went. I've only gone once, so like I only had one chance to ride it. So it was closed that time. I didn't know it was always. I went to New York and they was closed. It gets closed often. Yeah. yeah, couldn't go. But the Nathans, we have to eat at the Nathans. Um, it's crazy though. Like you go and you see the hot dog eating contest on TV, and you're like, oh my god, that's crazy! It's so big. And then you walk down that same street, and you know where they have the contest because it's already painted on the wall with all the past winners and stuff like that. And you're like, how is it possible all these people fit on the street? It's crazy. How many people actually, like, sign up for that? It's just crazy. I don't know anybody that would actually go and stand out there for the amount of time that they do just to watch people scarf down hot dogs. Like, if I'm waiting that long, it's because I'm waiting in line to eat hot dogs. Yeah, to eat one. I'm not there standing to watch others eat hot dogs. And then once that's done, then you have to turn around and wait for another two and a half hours to wait for a train. And it's an hour away from the city on the train, so that's another hour to get back. Before you know it, your 4th of July is over. You might as well get back on the train and go to the Macy's Day Fireworks. And you know that in New York... Like getting around New York is kind of a mission sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you think it's from here to there, and, and, and here to there is an hour all the time. Dude, I went to Hot ninety seven the day I flew out. I'm like, oh, I got plenty of time. My flight leaves like at seven o'clock. It was like twelve fifteen or like twelve thirty, and I go, oh, go, go to Seoul, like stop through, say hello, spend a couple hours with my boy Peel, get back, dude. It dark. I get to the airport, Chiando home. I'm running. I almost didn't make it. I was like, what the hell? Oh, it's Friday. You waited too long. Waited too long? No, see, like, we're used to Miami kind of, like, planning our trips and, like, maybe 15 minutes before we have to get somewhere. We'll do it. You know, you do a couple minutes extra just so you get there earlier and you're not kind of walking in as you're supposed to walk in. But in New York, that trip, you have to plan it with at least two hours in advance. You have to factor. Because there's always It might take you 30 minutes, but you have to factor two hours. You miss a train. You'll miss two trains. There's a train late. There's a train that didn't pass it because the express train. Too many elements of There are way too many factors. There are way too many factors. That's a hard city to live in. Chicago's very similar. Chicago would be like, oh, it's 30 years. It's 20 minutes. Before you know it, you're an hour and a half, an hour and a half later. And you're like, bro, we haven't gotten there yet? What do you mean? It's interesting, bro. Um, we've had a fun show, a different show. Um, good to see Brianna back here. We're going to get her in the rotation again tomorrow. Should be a little Ed Manda in the house as we have a little fun tomorrow. Uh, Jenny didn't make it today. Boo hoo hoo. She said later this week she'll try to make it. Sounds good to me. She's forgiven. She's forgiven? Yeah. So, okay. no luck with the pastry shop, huh? Um, no. It's a little, you gave me not enough time. So, we're going to have oh, There you go. Look, she didn't answer your phone because she was posting. National Pizza Day should be celebrated with nostalgia. Give it up for all the OGs that have been feeding your neighborhood for decades. Sending pizza vibes to all my pizzaiolis grinding all day, every day. And she sent out to Moderano over here. Look at this. I didn't know she's friends with Steve. Are you kidding? She's friends with everybody, man. Have you seen the pictures on her wall? Man, she's friends with Steve. How funny is that? How funny is that? Steve's good people. So, yeah. So, she knows what today is. She knows what today is. Are you going to eat pizza today or not? Um, to be honest with you, probably not because uh, my wife was already was ahead of schedule and she already made dinner for tonight. So, well, that sounds like it's National Pizza Day, but it's Taco Tuesday. It is Taco Tuesday, so, so that's you know, you're yeah. But it's Taco Tuesday fifty-two times a year. It's National Pizza Day once a year. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Because you guys fumbled. <laughs> We're gonna have tacos one of these days, Larry. You're gonna see. Forget tacos. I'm gonna have pizza today. 
Fumble. Total fumble. Sorry, brother. Tuesday's not my usual pizza day. Yeah, mine either. Mine usually is like Wednesdays. Weird. Or Friday, yeah. Pizza's for Friday. Is that what? Everybody says that. Everybody does Friday, say that. Right. You know? Why is it a thing? I don't know. I guess everybody, you know, the favorite food and everybody kind of just wants that one. I guess. I don't know. I can't explain crazy. It's hard to explain crazy, Milian. Yeah, it is. Sometimes, unless you have a guy like me and you just point at me and there you go. You got crazy <laughs> right there. <laughs> you guys want to know what crazy is? Look at that guy right there. Facts. What did Micaiah say? She goes, that whistle wasn't certified because I didn't give it to him. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it's under it's duress. It was under duress. And, and it's right now under investigation. Like the guy who was streaking in the Super Bowl. Did you hear this story, guys? I did hear this story. So this that's guy, goes, he goes streaking, right? But here's the, here's the catch. He had a sidekick. And that sidekick went and ran somewhere on the field or towards the boat, was it? I think it was towards the ship, the pirate ship. No, yeah, the first guy ran towards the pirate ship. Pirate ship mm -hmm. and deflected all the police attention that way. And his buddy slipped through. It was almost like a Statue of Liberty. And he runs on the field and streaks. But here's the catch. See, Vegas had a prop bet on whether or not there would be a streaker in the Super Bowl. And the odds were pretty high. And this guy concocted this scheme and bet on himself. I love it. So there's more to the story that I found out. So I was reading, the story actually came out on the New York Post, and I actually had some sound set up, but I'm going to go back to the story. So while I get the names, so we can properly get the names, this idea came from a YouTuber, which has like 10 million subscribers, and he has some sort of a porn site that he's trying to like launch or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so he, he was trying to find somebody to, to do this kooky idea, and this guy told me, he goes, look, if you buy me Super Bowl tickets, I'll do it. I guarantee you it's going to happen. So I'll go with my friend and we'll have this good. So then since the, the prop bet was already there, he said, all right, I'm going to put 50K on the prop bet. At plus 750, I think he only spent $500 to get out of jail. He spent the night in jail. Wow. And he came up. Well, they had to pay for the Super Bowl tickets, too. They cost no, he got the tickets for free. Yeah, but somebody had skin in the game for the for the, the Okay, the guy, uh, the guy that ran on the field isn't the same guy that's trying to promote the website. Correct. All right. So the guy, the only thing that the guy that promoted the website lost was the Super Bowl tickets that he bought for this guy. Correct. All right. Everything else was was pub. That's the reason why he had the hot pink thong bathing suit on, mm, and, it and it had the porchlight's name yeah, across yeah. the chest. That's the reason why. But the real winner, the real winner in this entire scenario, is our friend Kevin Harden. 5.03 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with the play. And now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20, down the middle, the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1, and they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man! And the players with hands on hips at the other end of the field are looking at him and shaking their head and saying, why, oh why, is this taking place in a Super Bowl? Kevin, that was magnificent. We got to try to get him back on. So, are those done after the fact, or did he really just pull into character and do that as the game was going on? Um, no, bro. This this has happened before, man. I know it has. This is happened before. He does it after. This is on. This is live. He's doing this live. <laughs>
He's doing this live. Can't make this up. You really can't. So it's cool. You talking about Twitter friendships and whatnot. You know that I have friendships of people that I haven't face to face ever met before. Kevin Harden's one of those guys. Kevin's been good to me over the years. Kevin sends my son the video game. The guy is drunk. Yes. Kevin's voice has always been funny because I used to tell Kevin all the time, I go, I hear you in my house. Like, probably more than your house hears you. Like, it's incredible. I go, your voice is heard more in my house than my voice. Um, and we've become pretty cool friends. But hearing him do that is, a lot of people don't know, Kevin has an amazing sense of humor. Because he sounds like this street, lace, polished guy. And he's a goofball like nobody's business. And he's able, and he's done these before. But the one in the Super Bowl, like, he took the cake with that one. That one he hit out of the park. Yeah, and Pull the audio makes pants, man. the audio makes the, the video is already sweet, but the audio makes the video so much sweeter. Pull up your pants, man. That was good. Good show today, Frank. I yeah, must I say. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was getting very big headed around here. Well, I guess she knows that uh, she does a good. She's job. taking all the credit for everything. She can. I don't even exist anymore. Well, that's a scary thought for you. Wouldn't you say? Notice how you got quiet. He could have went to the front with y'all. Me and Pedro had this back here, but you know Pedro had to go handle some business. Uh-huh. You hear that, Milian? She's already kicking me out of my own production room. Wow. Oh, well, Pedro, he had to dip. You know, he had work to do. He's back already, right? No, not yet. Oh, I thought he'd come back. I thought I'd seen his face already. Uh, what's next today? Today's Tuesday. We got Nick Hamilton Nick lined Hamilton up. Nick Hamilton at 11, replay of front page at noon. So we have a... Uh, Good day of sports. And then at 2 o'clock, we have the youth. Am I correct? That is correct. And Brianna will be reuniting with the youth today. She'll be executive producing for the next few weeks of that show. And we're looking forward to that. Hannah. Yeah. So have you done any studying? Like football studying? Well, football season's over. I'm talking about sports. we got to worry about baseball now and basketball. You're right. So when is what game? When are we watching? Oh, so you're looking to have another outing? Yeah. Why not? I can't wait for baseball season. Hannah's intrigued with us going to a baseball game and hanging out. Yeah, I just wonder if they're gonna let us in the building. If they let us in the building. We'll have a good time. I think, man. Why not? Like basketball's already letting people in the building. The Heat have people in the building. They have Corona sniffing dogs for God's sake. For real. Like if 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 we're in closed arenas now doing things like that, then you have to expect that we're gonna be going into stadiums and like. Tours are even starting to now announce dates again. So, like, yeah. I guess, like, everybody's very optimistic. Like, my friend invited me to Luke Combs. I'm like, I don't even know who that guy is. I know who Sean Diddy Combs is, but I don't know who Luke Combs <laughs> is. Some country guy. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of space, though. But I'm like, bro, it's COVID. Sean, and he goes, oh, Sean there's Diddy dates Combs. already. This is isn't in October. That, isn't that Steve, Harvey daughter, Steve Harvey's daughter's ex-boyfriend? Yes. Who? Luke Combs? No, Sean oh. Diddy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Junior. And, and Junior, too. That's an interesting dynamic. Good for her. Cloud chaser. I don't know. It's weird, though, because she already had a clout. Yeah, she didn't need the extra clout, but she got it. I guess if that's clout, I don't think I want clout like that. But anyway. You chase clout. A little bit. (laughs) I love that you admit it, though. A little bit. I don't have a problem saying it. It's good to chase clout. Well, Just not overdo it. I don't. It's when you start getting desperate is when it becomes very stinky. Well, don't chase that kind of clout. I mean, it was yesterday we had that conversation on the air about the fraternity of Miami media members. And I always felt like I was an outsider on that no matter what I'd done. You know what Walter said. Made me feel good when he said that. Uh, couldn't talk about Pedro today, Frank. 
just didn't have it, though. I didn't have the energy to do it. I needed to do something different, off the wall, get my mind off of it. I tell you, I'm surprised at the number of condolence calls I've received since yesterday. Um, some people telling me they weren't aware how close we were, and others who were very aware. Omar took time to call me yesterday. Um, I think we just do things here the way he always did them, because I'm sure that that's something we honor his memory. He'll be shining brightly upon us that way. Um, we talk about confronting things, but when it comes to death, that's when you have to say goodbye and move away. And I, it hurts me that I have to say goodbye to Pedro Gomez. Like you talk about how people live in your mind forever. Of course, he's going to live there always. But I have to say goodbye to Pedro Gomez. Sometimes we have to say goodbye to things. And we can't fathom how we're going to do it. Every time this part of the show comes on, sometimes I wonder how I'm going to do it. And it just happens. Sometimes in life you have to figure, you got to let things just happen. You want to control, you want to make sure that you're in charge of your life, in command of your life. But sometimes you just got to let go and let be. Well, Pedro did that in his life when he wasn't working. Something I have a little problem with myself. I can never really let go or let be. Today was a good show. Folks, you need it was to a talk. Fun show. Yeah, you guys got to talk to each other. Enough of this nonsense. Kids, don't believe the hype. Put your phones down, guys. <laughs> Put you this way, man. Don't forget to say I love you to somebody you love. Don't ignore somebody who's telling you they love you. And love them back. We get it all wrong just because we don't know how to talk to each other. I mean it. Tomorrow will be another topic, another day. It's National Nothing Day tomorrow, believe it or not. But Thursday's National Make a Friend Day. The only way you can make a friend is you got to talk. How can I be friends with you if I don't speak with you? So let's learn to talk to each other, whether we agree or disagree. Let's learn to communicate with each other, whether we agree or disagree. But whatever we do, let's not lose sight of reality. Let's not lose sight of what the world is about. We got to love. We got to respect. We got to communicate. Come on, guys. It's simple. Say what's on your mind, would you? Have a wonderful Tuesday. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.